We are actuaries. In a world filled with unpredictability, we use our math skills to navigate uncertainty. Actuaries make a difference in people's lives across industries and the world. Actuaries have the freedom to work anywhere. And according to U.S. News & World Report, we're the 25th top-paying career. Make an impact as a fact-seeker and a truth-teller. Use your math skills for good as an actuary. The world needs you. Welcome to the Uncooperative Radio Show with Brian Bonner. The finest uncooperative conservative radio on the net. Kicking down the walls. Blowing away the smoke screens. You cockroaches. And you know who you are. You can run, but you can't hide. Brian Bonner stands for truth, justice, and the American way. Enemies of America, foreign and domestic, consider yourself on notice. Uncooperative Radio is coming for you. Uncooperative Radio Show. I'm your host, Brian Bonner from UncooperativeBlogger.com. You're listening to UncooperativeRadio.com. And I'm here with my lovely wife and producer, Susan. Say hello, Susan. Hello, American Patriots. So is that bothering you? No. <laughs> okay. What are we talking about today? Well, we start the show with the Pledge of Allegiance. And what the hell is Planned Parenthood up to now? We will never forget Seth Rich. Do you know that Sean Hannity and another talk show host got reprimanded for bringing Seth Rich up on their show? Yes, I do. He he had to he had to tell them he would not do it again. He couldn't talk about the investigation and nothing, or he wouldn't be able to keep his show. That's really sick. Well, that's that's why I stopped talking about it. It was he said I was told that, you know that's it I can't talk about it. You know, that made a bigger impact that there really is something going on than him talking about it. I just thought it was, uh, as usual, a lot of tough talk out of Sean Hannity. I'll never be silenced. Don't ever tell me what I can and cannot say. Are you on drugs? Get off that TV show and tell us all the truth and stop lying to us. Anyway. Yes, leaving something out is a lie of omission. So we'll never forget Seth Rich. Then the Second Amendment report and regulations suck, and there's new findings about honeybees. We'll tell you what they are if we get to it, which is very sad because we have, we lost two hives of honeybees, and they're very beautiful, and they're cute, and they got expressive eyes. Okay, they're either round or they're mean. All right, page ten over hard face flag, you don't flag. Get flag or make a flag. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. So, what the hell is Planned Parenthood up to now from World Net Daily? Few people familiar with the undercover videos revealing Planned Parenthood executives discussing how to profit from the body parts of unborn babies 
could doubt the abortion business is concerned about making money. How could they not know? How how could few people be familiar with this story? It was all it was all over the place. Because it went away really fast. Oh, it went away. Like most things, they want it to go away fast. It does. The scandal recently moved to a new level with the FBI's confirmation that it is considering referrals from two congressional committees to investigate Planned Parenthood. I would think two committees should be enough to get you moving, don't you think? Yeah, but... Rye. What do the committees... What do they do? They don't do anything. They told us they want an investigation into Planned Parenthood. Yeah, and they've been doing investigations into all kinds of things, and no one's in jail. The DOJ has now been told to investigate. The FBI is part of the DOJ. What are you What are you confused about? Well, because of all these committees and everybody going in all these hearings and nothing gets done. Yeah. Well, they take forever, but things get done. Uh, just pay attention and wait for it. Again, everybody's in a hurry. Everybody wants something done yesterday. It's very complicated up there. We're just screwing around with the Clintons. You're screwing around with your life. And so there's a lot of people that... Just don't want anything to do with her. They aren't going to investigate her. People die around them. That's the problem. That's why if you, that's why homies, the Comey said, you know, if you or I were to do that, we'd be in jail. Then you, why do you say you have to be crazy to go after the Clintons? You have evidence and you'd say, you'd have put me in jail with it. Why can't you put her in jail with it? I'm just saying. And Planned Parenthood, this, they should never have been funded. Roe v. Wade is unconstitutional. The states have the right to decide what they want with this. And no, it shouldn't be left to a, uh, a woman and her doctor. Murdering an unborn child is not the same thing as uh, I, want a, I want a breast implant. It's just not the same thing. Now a video has been released showing former insiders confirming that the abortionist slogan, care, no matter what, is inaccurate. They are a sales team. They want to make money, said Monica L. Chain. Lo, sorry. Monica L. Klein, a former manager of Planned Parenthood. Her comments came in a video in which she was joined by the former Planned Parenthood employees. The video was released and by and then there were none. An organization led by former Planned Parenthood manager Abby Johnson to encourage people in the abortion industry to quit their jobs. You know, this is amazing that these people are coming out and they're, and, and they're leaving Planned Parenthood. That must mean this, it is more disgusting than we even know. It must just got to the point where they can't take it anymore. Right. I don't know how you could take it in the first place. Well, I un- well you know how these progs are. Stupid, yeah. yeah. Well, they think everything's for a good cause. They're deranged. They are. They really are. They don't know the difference between good or bad. There is no such thing. There's no right, wrong, good, bad. It's just how you feel, man. So you think these people that left and and are doing this organization came to their senses? Well, yeah, either because it got worse or maybe they just watched the videos about selling body parts and said, I'm out. I don't know. I don't know. We don't know. They're supposed to tell us. Most people who go into the abortion industry want to do so in order to help women. You're right. Killing babies is the way to help women. Yet once they see what really goes on, many are horrified, Johnson said. We need to tell their stories and unmask the abortion industry for what it really is. A predatory, calculated, money-making machine. 
that pounces on women in their most vulnerable times. Johnson, and then there were none organization, established in 2012, says it has helped more than 380 abortion workers leave their jobs. Wow. The video also features testimony from Sue Thayer, former, formerly a manager at Planned Parenthood, and Shelley Guillory, a registered nurse formerly with Delta Clinic and Women's Health. The abortion industry has goals for numbers of, well, every procedure and product that they sell, said Thayer, a manager in Iowa for 17 years. So for birth control pills, there's a line for how many you're supposed to sell in a month. Wow. For Depo Provera, same thing. Abortions, same thing. Johnson said we are pulling back the curtains of what really happens behind closed doors at abortion clinics and helping abortion workers speak for themselves. Their stories are heartbreaking, persuasive, and unfortunately not uncommon. This is how we are going to end abortion in our nation, by helping all abortion workers to leave their jobs, leaving clinics empty of those willing to do the bidding of the abortion industry. Gulari explained, If someone called our clinic and said they need a pregnancy test, it didn't matter what time of the evening, what time of the day it was, someone went into that clinic and gave her that pregnancy test. If that pregnancy test was positive, the following morning she was scheduled to come in for counseling. We didn't tell her we were scheduling her to come in and get an abortion. But when she came in the morning, she was scheduled for an abortion. Klein added parental involvement to Planned Parenthood is one pamphlet in the lobby that says parental involvement. And they would tell me themselves, parents are a barrier to service. We don't want parents involved. There continued, well, in my affiliate, an adoption referral was if a woman picked up that envelope, that that bag, and it had a pamphlet in there about a, adoption, that counted as an adoption referral. You know, in all my years there, not in any of the 17 centers all across Iowa did we have adoption. Not once. Just sounds like you might as well be working in a Ford factory. And uh, I don't like the fact that my president has considered revisiting the gun issue. I didn't like the way that sounded. I, there was... There's nothing wrong with the guns he had. They were perfectly legal. He was rich. He paid for them. That's the way it goes. Yeah, we're going to get into that Plus, in the Second Amendment. Well, it was a second shooter, at least. And they're trying to do the single shooter narrative again. Now, now I'm changing my mind about JFK if they're going to try and do the same thing here. There were obviously two shooters. So, there was an eyewitness that saw two shooters. The angle of the bullets, they weren't ricocheted. If you're shooting from that high up and you don't hit the person, it's going to ricochet so someone was someone was shooting in line and even the people there said that okay before well, this thing came out about the second shooter okay well we're gonna get to all this with the second amendment report oh well how was i supposed to know that i just told you that i wasn't listening <laughs> i was talking listening. anyway this is this sounds like a factory you know what i'm saying no kidding <laughs> it's it's like an abortion factory with sales team factories usually don't sell their stuff it's unbelievable that they had quotas they had to <laughs> adhere to. Are you kidding you me? you got to kill this many babies before Friday. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> Adoption. What a joke. Birth control pills. What a joke. They don't do pap smears. Know. They don't do breast exams. Big deal. They give out pills and they kill babies. That's all they do. And why, in God's name, do they need to be funded by us? 
here's the question. Why is the government involved in health care at all? And this would be that. The government, federal government should be involved in this. It's not their power. It's not their place at all. Sorry, i got to point out the facts. I'm against abortion. I'm against these people. But these elected cockroaches have been funding Planned Parenthood for probably as long as I've been awake. Klein added, they're a sales team. They want to make money, and they want as many customers as possible. The videos from the Center for Medical Progress revealed abortionists strategizing for the best pay for the body parts of unborn infants. One Planned Parenthood executive said, I want a Lamborghini, regarding her desire to increase profits. Yeah, I remember that tape. The issue has rippled across the country with some states defunding Planned Parenthood. Others banning abortion. Others making very strict requirements for abortion clinics, which should have been from the beginning. A lot of women have died in those tables. Yeah, but the thing that's really bothersome about this is that states enact these laws, and they just get they just get taken to court. Well, again, the supremacy clause only applies to the powers granted in the Constitution. The laws passed by the legislative branch must adhere to the United States Constitution, or it is void and it is not to be enforced. That's the, that's the problem. We need our state governments representing us, people that have it, uh, are educated, whose eyes are open, who understand this government is unbelievably unconstitutional, illegal, and corrupt, beyond belief. But the states don't want to do that because they want the money. Well, they're not going to... Well, see, the, I can convince the big donor states real easy because they won't have to give them any money. No money leaves the states to the federal government for any other purpose than to pay for the work that they that is constitutionally approved by the states. That's the way it's supposed to work. And when the 17th Amendment took the senators away from the state legislature, it changed our whole form of government. We are not a, the constitutional republic. That We are not supposed to have a Senate that is majority voted in. That's not the way it was, it was done. We're not a democracy. We are a republic. It's different. Democracy, you get to vote on stuff. Yeah, but unfortunately, the majority always wins. And to put it in perspective to all you social justice warriors out there, uh, you're off the table. You're gone. Government don't care. So, we need to take back our local governments so we can take back our state governments so we can take back our national government and put it where it belongs, underneath us. Before you go on, because that's a really good point, and I was confused. I had, there was a caller into one of the talk shows I was listening to yesterday, and they brought up the 17th Amendment saying that, you know, like McCain and McCaskill and the other morons, um, because they voted Which is from Maine. Even the governor was, was bad-mouthing her. Right. But I think it was snow. What he was saying was what... I thought he was saying the same thing that you were saying, but he wasn't because he said that if we didn't have the 17th Amendment, the senators would be back underneath the, the um, state control, state control, which is correct, which is what we want. But he said, and because they voted the way that they did, they could be removed. And you said no. Yes, they can be re- recalled uh, if they don't follow the state legislature's instructions and they go against it, then. Yeah, they can recall them. Okay. And replace them. But the first thing that would happen is to tell them what the state wants. 
the state would constantly be, they weren't allowed to do anything without asking the state legislature how they would want to vote. Because it's, see, that's what the Senate was supposed to be. The Senate represents the states, the House represents represents the the people. people. And that's why the House has the total control over all monetary bills. Anything that has to do with money has to originate in the House of Representatives. Why? Because they report directly to us. Then the states get into it in the Senate. Now, we're talking about, let's say we're talking about something like, uh, oh, oh yeah, let's say ratifying a treaty. Right now, we're at the mercy of whatever that Senate decides. And last time, they did something completely unconstitutional, said, oh, we're going to pass legislation that says, no, it'll take a a supermajority to stop Obama's bill. No, 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 you can't do that. No, 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 no. Uh Uh-uh. But see, that's what happened. They're completely out of control. Nobody controls them. They're there for six years at a a pop. It's like a never-ending institution of stupidity up there. Uh, But they've been getting away with it for so long. And they're all powerful and rich because of it. They don't care what happened to the country. They're powerful and rich. It's all matters to them. It's a new band. It's a bigger rich. It's powerful and rich. No? Okay. Where was I anyway? I don't even remember. No, we were finishing up with the Planned Parenthood. That's what brought this whole thing up because there's so many people that want this to fund it and then they go up. And uh, you know what? As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, and I wanted your opinion on this, there were I, another talk show I was listening to. They had a. You know, Congress. she's not normally like this. She normally doesn't <laughs> want my opinion about anything, just to be clear. Congress, one of the con- Congress cockroaches, were being interviewed by another talk show host on the uh, satellite radio. And he said, well, we did, and this is what Ryan did to Sean Hannity too. We did this, 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 and then we sent it to the Senate and it all fell apart. And he said the same thing. And I'm good for this talk show host to say, you know, it's really easy for you to do that. Just blame the Senate and pat yourselves on the back for getting nothing done. Well, here I told you, circus and bread. You're not paying attention, folks. That's, that was a prime example of circus and bread. There was no intention to ever let those bills get to the president. The Senate was, was leadership was working with the House so that the House knew what bills it could pass that the Senate wouldn't wouldn't pass. And those are the ones they did. You see, because oh, we did our work. Senate didn't do theirs. Uh, no, sorry, no. That's a that's a bold faced lie. You were working with McConnell to make sure that would not pass the Senate. This is so back home and goes, see, look at all these things we did. The Senate's well, I'm still a good guy. He's you people call him a rhino. I call him a progressive. He says what he is. He's a right wing progressive. Like most of the people up there that are have an R after their name. That stands for right wing progressive. Very few conservatives up there. If you're not in the Freedom Caucus, it's telling. If they're not in the Freedom Caucus, they're against the Freedom Caucus, and they're not for freedom by definition, right? They're for more government power, not less. That's why they don't like the new conservatives that came in that aren't towing the line. That's why McConnell bet $9 million trying to get Strange elected, which failed miserably, may I point out. It seems like McConnell's lost his powers, his little touch. Didn't work. He usually wins. He doesn't like to, he doesn't like to lose. 
That's how you know. You've never seen him fight for any of these bills that Trump wants, ever. If he wanted to pass those bills and decided he could get it done, he won't. He won't. He doesn't want them passed. When, he, when you see a bill he wants to be passed, pay attention. It gets right through. The thing about Gorsuch, it was like, give him Gorsuch and I'll work with you and uh, we'll just block their whole agenda. That's what went on. You got to see past the circuits and bread. Uh, I know now that, Bob, now that Trump's in there, it's really entertaining circus and very tasty bread. But uh, he has got a lot done. Everything he could do legally without Congress, he's done and or looking into. I mean, there's been a lot done over many presidencies, not just abominous, although he was the worst in a long time. Uh, and I love the way a progressive black person is is prejudiced against white people. Interesting. How come white people can't be prejudiced against black people then? Because of white privilege. I'd like to know where this white privilege is. Me too. I'm living in two school buses and an RV in the middle of nowhere, and I enjoy that, don't get me wrong, but I'm also poor. Uh, I don't know what this social, this nonsense is about privilege. I never had anything handed to me in my life. I had to work hard for everything I got. But I was never into possessions, so I was more into living life, whether it was changing jobs and go, or getting educated or just going out there and doing it. Uh, I preferred that over having stuff. Hence where we are. I still have my memories. I hate to be this old and not want to do all that and can't. Yeah, we pretty much did it all. I did everything I wanted to do. <laughs> All right. Um, oh, that's why when everyone says to us about a bucket list, we're like, our bucket list is full. <laughs> yeah, the, the only thing left I'd like to see is the Republic restored. In my lifetime, that would be nice. Anyway, if you're listening to the show, phone number is 406 Okay, uh, where are we at this show, anyway? We're oh, still doing abortion. <laughs> I thought we were done talking about that. It's evil, right? All right, from Fox News, Illinois GOP Governor Bruce Rauner's decision to expand taxpayer-funded abortions has sparked outrage from the state and congressional Republicans who say he flip-flopped on the issue and are now hinting at a primary challenge. The backlash built last week after the first-term governor signed a bill allowing state health insurance and Medicaid coverage for abortions. It spread this week to Capitol Hill, where the state's entire House Republican delegation blasted the decision. Well, how did he get to sign that if they didn't pass it? Well, they're not in charge, I guess. In a reversal of long-standing Illinois policy, Governor Rauner has let down Illinois taxpayers and the unborn by signing the state bill. GOP reps Peter Roskam, John Simkus, and Randy Holtgren, Rodney Davis, Adam Kinziger, and Darren LaHood, and Mike Bost said in a statement. Lawmakers used the, state to, uh, the statement Tuesday, the same day they and other Republicans in the GOP-controlled House voted overwhelmingly to impose criminal penalties on anybody who performs or attempts to perform an abortion on a fetus after 20 weeks, with the exception for incest, rape, and saving the mother's life. It used to be like that when I grew up in the 70s. You just 
20 or 22 weeks. I don't know why that ever went away. It was bad enough as it was. Okay, again. you got to wait that long. It's too late, lady. Keep up with yourself. The, again, they said it's the... I'm confused. If it's the GOP-led House and Senate, how the hell did that bill even get to his you, desk? You added lead into it. It doesn't say that. Go ahead. Go, go back up. It said... The lawmakers. That's all. The same... Oh, the GOP-controlled House? Uh-huh. Well, it passed the Senate, too. Right. What the hell? If it's GOP-controlled, how could it have passed the, the House? I have no idea. Why don't you ask the author, or better yet, ask those questions of yourself and do the research before the show? Well, because I didn't get it when I was putting in the copy. But I'm getting it now. I don't... How did that bill even get there? Clickety-clack. I'm too tired. <laughs> then well, don't ask decision, because that's the way the internet works. <laughs> You ask a decision, and you look it up. And unlike a magic ball, it gives you a real answer. <laughs> no magic black balls. But then again, Brian, supposedly the GOP house in D.C. and the Oh, GOP I know where you're confused. No, no, no. You're, conf you're getting yourself confused between the state and D.C. Capitol Hill is D.C. The GOP-controlled house voted overwhelming to impose criminal penalties on anybody who performs or attempts abortion greater than 20 weeks. I just read that. That's that's the National House. Not the State House. The State House and Illinois and the State and the Governor all signed the bill, all passed the bill. You got it? I don't know who controls the what and what in Illinois. You have to look it up. Because they don't do their jobs anymore and they don't tell you stuff like that. Alright, so back to because I know... It, that means a bunch of people out there didn't get it either. <laughs> it switched to, you had to get the part where it said Capitol Hill. See, Capitol Hill is not state of Illinois. It's D.C. Anyway, where was I? A pu pushback from state Republicans to the governor's decision was more immediate and visceral. Illinois State GOP Representative Peter Breen argued that Rauner in signing the bill, double-cross voters. Okay, so... GOP state legislature, even Chicago Cardinal Blaise Capiche Rayner reportedly had pledged earlier to oppose the measure. I mean, you lied to a priest, Breed told local radio. He said, this guy is done. Okay, so Democrats hold the Senate majority in Illinois and GOP keeps the House. Who holds the... He's the Dems hold the... The Senate. Right. I don't know how it could pass a GOP-controlled house other than it goes to have rhinos in there. Right-wing progs. Right. There's a lot of people put an R if their name that the party shouldn't accept, but the party's so corrupt, they don't care. They're not, they should have an R to their name either. All those elites up there, they, they don't stick with the even the platform they put out there and create. They say, oh yeah, here's our platform. And then you can get in office, they don't do it. They never do it. It's all dog and pony show. Before you go on, we have a new one to play for the peeps. Okay, we're going to go to a break. Shankwab Radio Show, you stay tuned, guys. We'll be right back. Thank you. 
are the socialists. You will be assimilated. Your individual liberties, personal freedoms, and mental individuality will be added to our own. Resistance is futile. Nobody wants to get ripped off, broken into, or robbed, but nobody wants to pay a lot of money to have their home protected either. I've got an offer to tell you about to provide home security for your home for a simple rate as low as $19.99 a month. For real, with no installation or equipment charges. And this is from a company rated number one by a leading consumer research company. According to the facts, most of you won't even call unless there's a burglary in your neighborhood or something bad happens. So let's give you a reason. Save money. For as low as $19.99 a month with no other costs, you can get your home secured. Plus, get a lifetime equipment replacement warranty. You need protection for your home. Call the Home Security Hotline right now. 800-218-9520. Call now. That's 800-218-9520. Hey there. Did you know that with a bachelor's degree, on average, you could make almost twice as much over a lifetime than a person with just a high school diploma? It's true. According to the 2012 U.S. Census Bureau, college grads with a bachelor's degree make almost twice as much as high school grads. Now, going back to school is easier than ever at Independence University. Log on and complete coursework from the park or the beach or even your couch watching the kids. And Independence University gives you the tools, a free tablet and laptop for undergrad students to use and keep when they graduate. That's right. Get a laptop so you can go to college from anywhere. Take the first step to a new career in business, information technology, healthcare, or graphic arts. Call to find the online degree program that's right for you. And you could be on your way to increasing your earning potential. 800-797-1256. 800-797-1256. That's 800-797-1256. What is term life insurance? It's basically a financial protection plan for your family if you pass away. It can be a hard purchase. Think about it. It's one of the few major purchases you can make that you will personally never use. But you've got to have it to protect your family. And you owe it to yourself to shop and compare to get the best possible rates. For term life insurance policies of $500,000 or more, call the term lifeline today at 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. See if you qualify for up to $1 million in coverage for as little as $3 a day. We'll gladly compare multiple carriers to get you the best possible rates. So call now. 800-430-1891. Sample rates cited requires qualifying medically in the preferred non-tobacco rate class. If you are struggling to pay or haven't been making your student loan payments, listen carefully to this urgent alert. Have you been out of school for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? Are your student loans past due or even in default? Can't go back to school because of an old student loan problem? We can help you if you qualify. Your student loans can be taken out of default. We can stop the wage garnishments, stop the collection calls, and stop the seizure of your tax refund. Give yourself a break. Stop the stress and see if we can help you reduce your student loan payments. One quick 10-minute call could solve them right now. So call the Student Loan Helpline now. 
This is a fee-based document preparation service to help you access free government programs. Call for complete details not available in all states. Welcome back to the Aguabit Radio Show. Hour two and a half and a three and a one. No, it's half of one. Thank you. <laughs> I just wanted to play with her a little bit. She stopped dead in her tracks. All right. <clears throat> okay, where were we? Back to abortion. Choice. No, women have all the choice in the world. Learn to say no. So he goes, I mean, you lied to a priest, Breed told the local, local radio station. This guy's done. Breed said the bill signing was the straw for me that broke the camel's back and claimed it has badly damaged Rauner's credibility and political future. He also suggested a Rauner primary challenge in 2018 was inevitable, but that he doesn't plan to mount one in liberal-leaning Illinois. State Rep. Jean Ives said she would rule out running against Rauner, who is seeking a second term, according to Politico. Rauner's campaign spokeswoman, Kirsten Kukowski, issued a statement saying, Voters know Rauner is leading the effort to overcome Speaker Mike Madigan's political machine and deliver more jobs, better results for taxpayers, and term limits. Rana, former venture capitalist with a massive re-election war chest, also upset conservative and other critics in August when he signed a plan that limits the local role and state police play in coordinating with federal immigration authorities. And in July, the Democrat, not Dem- Democratic, it's not the Democratic Party people, wake up, Democrat. It's Democrat. I changed it to Democrat, but it ain't Democratic. So Democrat-controlled General Assembly override his gubernatorial veto to allow a multi-billion dollar tax increase, further upsetting conservative critics. Politics, politics, politics. Isn't it fun when you paid no attention for decades and all of a sudden it smacks you upside the back of the head you have to get involved? Well, if it, if it hasn't registered to you by now, you've been smacked up back inside the head numerous times. It's time to wake up and get in the game. We'll never forget Seth Risch, a former WorldNet Daily, from a WorldNet Daily, that's WND.com. The Department of Justice is demanding the Attorney General's Office, U.S. Attorney General's Office, for Washington, D.C., Release records relating to the murder of Democrat National Committee employee Seth Rich. On September 1st, Texas Attorney Ty Clevenger submitted a Freedom of Information Act requesting with the DOJ and FBI requesting all records and correspondence pertaining to Rich. This request includes, but is not limited to, any records or correspondence resulting from any investigation of his murder. 
Cleveridge wrote in his letter to the government agencies. The U.S. Attorney's Office rejected Clevenger's FOIA request, demanding he submit a death certificate with his request to prove that Rich was dead. Since you have not furnished a release death certificate or public justification for release, the release of records concerning a third party would result in an unwarranted invasion of personal privacy and would be in violation of the Privacy Act, 5 U.S. Code, subsection 552A. The office said, but Clevenger appealed, and on Tuesday, Sean R. O'Neill, the Chief Administrative Appeals at DOJ's Office of Information Policy, directed the Executive Office for U.S. Attorneys to search for and produce any records covered in Clevenger for your request. You appealed from the action of the Executive Officer for the United States Attorneys, EOUSA on your Freedom of Information Act request for access to records located in the United States Attorney General's Office for the District of Columbia concerning Seth Conrad Rich, O'Neill wrote in a letter to Clevenger. After carefully considering your appeal, and as a result of discussions between EOUSA personnel in this office, I am reminding your request to EOUSA for a search for responsive records. If EOUSA locates reasonable releasable records, it will send them to you directly, subject to applicable fees, the letter continues. As World Ed Daily has reported, Rich 27, the DNC's voter expansion data director, had accepted a position with Democrat Party nominee Hitler Rotten Clinton Butcher of Benghazi campaign just before his death. On July the 10th, 2016, he was fatally shot in the back in Washington, D.C., near his apartment in an affluent neighborhood. Rich had been working for the DNC at a time when emails from the organization were provided to WikiLeaks for publication. The Metropolitan Police Department and Washington Mayor Muriel Bowers insist Rich was randomly killed during a botched robbery, but others are doubtful because he was found with his wallet, credit cards, and other valuables, and shot in the back, may I add. Cleveridge said the effort to hide information about the Rich investigation prompted him to call information from the government about the mysterious murder. I don't really have a strong opinion about exactly what happened to Rich, but it just seemed there was so much of an effort to conceal information, that alone made me suspicious, he told World Net Daily on Wednesday. I'm a former reporter, a former cop, a deputy sheriff in Texas, and currently a lawyer. Anytime somebody hides information, that makes me suspicious. I understand an investigation murder. There is evidence that for strategic reasons you want to keep under wraps, he continued. But in this case, there's just a lot of questions that could not be answered. A a coroner's report, basic information. The rigid official narrative that it was a robbery. And that's that. Oh, for the discussion. That's suspicious. Lawyer Jack Burke, just like they they told the FBI to stop investigating anything to do with the second shooter. Focus on the one shooter, the lone gunman. This has already happened in the shooting that just went down at Madre Bay. Lawyer Jack Berkman also has organized the Profiling Project, 
a Washington, D.C.-based team of forensic psychology graduate students and instructors to find Rich's killers. In addition, he has launched a nationwide TV campaign pleading for the public help in cracking Rich's case. Berkman, who claimed police insistence on withholding the most basic information pertaining to Rich's murder is suspicious, filed a lawsuit against Washington's Metropolitan Police Department. He is demanding the release of Rich's medical examiner's report, autopsy documents, and ballistic reports, which are typically made public during murder investigations. Like Berkman, Clevenger believes it's alarming that the investigation that the government has refused to release basic information about the Rich investigation, and the media castigate anyone who questions the government's official narrative about Rich's murder. When I was a reporter, I questioned everything. You don't take anything for granted, particularly when you are talking about government, Cleveridge continued. Yet, with this story, it's almost like the mainstream press has gone on the defensive, slamming anyone that would question the official narrative. WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange hinted last year that Rich, and not Russian agents, may have been the source of the Democrat National Committee emails he published online. Assange now is seeking a pardon in exchange for information that will be of dramatic importance to the United States concerning concerning the source of the DNC email leak during the presidential election. In an interview with WorldNet Daily Representative Dana Robacher, Republican California, urged President Trump to meet with Assange. Robacher met in August with Assange, who assured him Russia and Trump had nothing to do with leaking the emails. The Trump administration, Cleveridge charged, should be trying to find out more information about Rich and meet with Assange. It seems like a no-brainer. At least talk to the guy. Find out what he's got. And if he's got something worthwhile, then make a deal with him, he said. That's standard operating procedure in any other case. WikiLeaks is offering $20,000 reward for information leading to the arrest of Rich's killer. Berkman is offering $105,000. One America News Network, $100,000. Metropolitan Police Department, $25,000. And businessman and investor Martin Shkreli. 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 Yeah, Shkreli. $100,000. The DNC, however has offered no reward to help find the killer of its staffer. Instead, the DNC honored its murdered employee by dedicating a bike rack outside its headquarters at Rich's memory. Yes, those that go against the Clintons often end up six feet under. Clevenger has made numerous FOIA requests, most of which he filed last year pertaining to Hitler and Rotten Clinton's The Bookshare of Benghazi's email scandal. Aiming to get Clinton under her personal attorney's dis barred for their handling of her official emails during her time as Secretary of State, he filed a FOIA request in March of 2016 asking for a variety of documents from the FBI and the Justice Department, including correspondence exchanged with Congress about the Clinton email investigation. You know, that's a lot of people putting up a lot of money to find out what happened. (coughs) Actually, just a few people putting up a lot of money. FBI Records Management Section Chief David M. Hardy told Cleveridge in a letter on September the 11th that he was not sufficiently demonstrated that the public's interest in disclosure outweighs personal privacy issues of the subject. But DOJ officials on O'Neill ordered the FBI to produce records about the Clinton email investigation and the FBI's decision and agreed to publicly release 
more details of the probe into the former Secretary of State. Clevenger, fearing the FOIA request will remain in limbo, said O'Neill recommends he aggressively follow up with the DOJ officials to expedite his records request. In other words, beat them over the head in the courts until they do what they're supposed to do legally that they're not doing. And no, but yet nobody pays a price for it. There should people well, should go to saying. jail for this. I mean, really, it's against the law. FOIA request is is an act passed by Congress. You must reply to it. You must. You, you can't hold the information secret unless the government has a, a clear need to keep the information classified. But the stuff we're talking about is not classified. It's he's asking for normal stuff that's normally released in any murder case. I mean, come on, they're not releasing the ballistics or the coroner's report. They always do that. I don't understand what the park police did with this at all. This is the park police's job. It's not. It wasn't. It didn't happen in their in their place. DC I know why police, the heck not are, park police. I know why. Then why did they turn it over to the park police? That's what I didn't get from the beginning. The park police was the one investigating this and then closed the case. That's we've already reported on that a couple of times. If you say so, it's not in this article. I don't know it to be true. I can't remember it anyway. Um, I don't remember them, and they're only talking about the DOJ here. Um, not. I'm surprised the DOJ is even getting involved because we keep asking, what the heck is Jeff Session doing up there? We don't know. That's the issue. But he's not allowed to tell us, you might think. It sucks being in that position, but I've been there. People jump to the wrong conclusions. Don't. Anyway. Mm-mm-mm-mm. It's it's clearly in the Justice Department. The FBI and DOJ is the Justice Department. So it's their baby. Yeah. What, what, if First of all, if it doesn't happen in the park, that's where all the museums are. The, they call that the park, the mall, the park. Uh, if it doesn't happen in the mall, it's not their jurisdiction. D.C. police has jurisdiction in D.C., which includes the mall. Park police jurisdiction remains on the mall, and that's it. Well, well, you know, this is the touristy stuff is. And they're, under, and they're undermanned anyway. We've already reported on that. Yeah, we had a whistleblower Under on. Under Bush. Yep. We had a, a whistleblower. And she was uh, reprimanded for it. Didn't she get suspended? And then she was reinstated. She got fired. Then and I, she fought for reinstatement. Took years. Under Bush. Yep. Moving along. The Second Amendment report and regulations suck. Push the button. Mr. President... Members of Congress, you've been making a lot of noise about taking our guns away. But you might want to review history. 1835, Gonzales, Texas Territory. The authorities wanted to confiscate the big gun that protected that colony. You know what the people said? Come and take it. Because they were willing to fight for their freedom and their guns. So are we. Come and take it if you want it. Come and take it if you think you can. Come and take it, but I warn you, you'll have to pry it from my cold dead hands. We want the freedom that God gave us, so you best not cross that line. If you want this gun, you gotta come through us and take it. 
One shot at a time. Just like Gonzalez, we're keeping our guns. Thank you, Steve Voss. And that means it's time for the Second Amendment Report. Susan will read an armed citizen story. Okay, this is from America's First Freedom, um, published by the NRA. Get over it. A lover's spouse... Oh no, we're supposed to fight the NRA, it's all their fault. Oh Oh, God. The gun lobby, it's all their fault. Oh my God, they're all saying, even Hitler, Rotten Clinton is not supposed to be running for anything, shut up. Uh, When is she going away? Someone said she's like herpes, she'll never go away. You know what I don't understand also? Did you do you remember hearing a speech by uh, Sinister Schumer? Which one? Donald Trump should distance himself from the NRA. No, I didn't hear that one. I think I got it. I don't it. care. There's, there's nonsense to rush to politicalization. We don't even know all the facts yet anyway. But it should be telling enough to you that they're all using this to try and take away our guns. Even if you don't own guns, you should not. <laughs> that's fine with me. That's your right. But don't be taking my guns away just because you don't think that you have any use for them in your life. I have them in my life. For one thing, self-protection is huge up here. The cops are an hour and a half away. If they decide to even come. Oh, yeah. If they hear gunfire, they might just stop somewhere and smoke a cigarette. I, uh, we have to defend ourselves, and we can't even count up for them and back up. So, I'm sorry, an hour and a half, any shootout be long over by then. And anybody who needs an ambulance but long dead. So again, just because you live where you live and you think like you think, you shouldn't be telling me what rights I should have. Just because crazy people violate the rights, they violate other people's rights by abusing their right. That doesn't mean I lose mine. He loses his. I don't lose my rights. He loses his rights if he stayed alive, but he's dead. So there you go. Okay, a lover's spat could have turned lethal if not for the efforts of an armed citizen. The ex-boyfriend of an employee came into the 39-year-old's workplace and began to harass the woman. The offender punched the woman several times before throwing her to the ground. Where were her coworkers? <laughs> they're watching this woman, they come into the office and they're watching this woman getting pummeled? I guess. Wow. Nobody has a gun. A customer, a customer, a customer, a customer, not a co-workers, a customer saw the commotion and decided to come to the woman's aid. His interventions made the woman's ex angry and he attacked the armed citizen, trying to grab the man's gun. Again, the second... Don't let people get that close to you and have a firearm. Do not. That's not a game. I'll take that gun right away from you. Yes, you will. It's not that hard for me. Uh... Regular people, they can still do it. Don't let them get your hand on the gun. If I put my head, if I even get my hand on the gun, it's a semi-automatic. It's not going to fire. It's going to jam because I, I got my hand, my hand holding the slide, and the slide has to move, and nothing happens. If it's if it's a revolver, what you do when you grab the gun is stick your thumb right where the hammer's going to go, and yeah, it's going to hurt, but the gun won't go off. There. Then you could just twist it right out of his hands. Better that than dead. Yeah, you can heal up a bruised up thumb. Lose a thumbnail or something. Big deal. I've lost a lot of thumbnails in my life. They all grow back. So he attacked the armed citizen trying to grab the man's gun. The Good Samaritan fired twice at the suspect who was taken to a hospital where he was listed in critical condition. Hopefully he died. 
Holland's Sentinel, Holland, Michiganistan. Well, they already cost us too much money. Is it an ambulance yeah, ride? Is it the emergency yeah, room? Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Really? I mean, if he fired, if okay, you're going to have to explain this to me. <laughs> okay, it, I'll, we'll explain it to you. If the guy was close Wait a minute, to... isn't that mansplaining? <laughs> I'm not supposed to do that. <laughs> if he was so close to try to grab the gun, why wasn't his wounds fatal? Because the person missed the target. Well, how could you make that? I'm confused. How do you miss the target? Well, the guy. If it's that close. The guy's going for the gun, and he's that close. So he's trying to grab the gun. This happens like that. I understand. And you panic. And you miss. You go wide. Or you well, go low. Did, well, he did hit him twice. Yeah, but where? Obviously not in the heart. Not in the not center mass. The, I was going to say center mass. Not That's center mass, and of course not the headshot that I... Unless someone falls from the two in the chest, they're getting one in the head. Everything needs to get a one in the I head. I have never left the Mozambique model ever when I practice. Uh, even though down at the range, they they didn't do Mozambique. They, they were just double taps. I don't know what that means. Mozambique means two to the chest, one in the head. Okay. It was made famous in a place called Mozambique. I never heard of it before. It's old. It pre- <laughs> it's at least as old as we are. It, it must you have probably heard it in movies in the seventies. Nope, I don't remember. It was all the rage for a while, and it, <laughs> it went away. Yo, now the defensive pistol. They don't. They. I did. They did it once in the two or three years I was down there. Uh, I used to just switch over to headshots. Yeah, okay, it cost me points. So what? But it's more realistic. I, too many people have access to body armor these days. Well, and you know, every time we watch any kind of a sci-fi movie or any kind of a zombie movie or anyone that's possessed. It's always the head. It's always the head. Just cut off the damn head. Lots of things fail, but cutting off the head has never failed. And brain shots or just, you know, putting an axe in the brain. Anything in the central nervous system. Maybe that's why the fuzzy muzzies do it. No, they're just plain evil. And I'm talking about, you know, hopefully having a kind of weapon that take it off in one or two chops. There's very uh, there's old weapons that are famous for being made the design just for cutting off people's heads. And guess who they're made for? Come on, Susan already said it. Fuzzy muzzies. That's right. Well, actually, we watched that. We watched that show, Forged in Fire. Yes, that's where I learned it because yeah. you have to do all these historic weapons for the final test. And there was this. Well, Africa had many different. Africa had many different cool weapons too. Uh, and well, Africa, the, the Muslims were African, so that's a moot point. But uh, the Muzzies had those curved scimitars, which was also designed to cut off your head, but a completely different design. The other one kind of made a left turn. But we got to go to break. Jim Quabbin Radio Show. You stay tuned because we'll be right back. You live here? Yes. Well, maybe you know what a zombie is. When a person dies and is buried, it seems there's certain voodoo priests who, who have the power to bring him back to life. How horrible. It's worse than horrible because a zombie has no will of his own. You see them sometimes 
Walking around blindly with dead eyes, following orders, not knowing what they do, not caring. You mean like Democrats? Operation Homefront operates programs with the goal of making a difference in military family quality of life. They serve younger families of deployed service members, typically in the ranks of E1 through E6 in all branches of the armed forces. Operation Homefront provides a wide range of programs and is dedicated to helping the families our troops leave behind. For more information, please visit their website at operationhomefront.net. Okay, we have a little humor for you called You Might Be a Liberal. If you think Durka Durka Murtha Jihad is your hero, you might be a liberal. If you sit around all day thinking about ways of getting rid of President George W. Bush, you might be a liberal. If your children are channel surfing on the television and they come across the Fox News channel, and suddenly stand up and yell, Heil Hitler! Uh, you might be a liberal. If you think Rush Limbaugh is the Antichrist, you might be a liberal. If you think the United Nations should rule the world, you might be a liberal. If you feel that Bill Clinton was the best president in the history of the United States of America, you might be a liberal. If you vote for a candidate because they are good-looking, you might be liberal. If you think Nancy Pelosi is brilliant, you might be liberal. If you base your life on the slogan, if it feels good, do it, you might be liberal. If you're waiting for utopia to begin, you might be a liberal. If you believe there is no right or wrong, but it's a personal decision, man, you might be a liberal. And lastly, if you name your children Moon Unit, Apple, or Seven, you might be a liberal. officially running for president of the United States. Could he actually win? No freaking way! Which Republican <laughs> candidate has the best chance of winning the general election? Donald Trump. There's not going to be a president, Donald Trump. Trump will not be president. Trump will never be elected president of the United States. You're not going to be president. A man right? who will never be president of the United States. Donald Trump is not going to be president of the United States. Take it to the bank. He will never be president. Donald Trump is not going to become president of the United States. He's at plus 19. Do you think the tapes made a difference? Of course! They made all the difference! This race is over. Hillary Clinton has raised more than double Donald Trump, vastly outspending him. The presidency at about 89% for Hillary Clinton. Uh, your analytical model has uh, never been wrong. Now projects Hillary Clinton to win presidential election. 100% chance. You still think she has a 100% chance of winning the election? Mm. I do. And what would Donald Trump have to do to turn things around? Prayer and hope for a festivist miracle. <laughs> <laughs>
This is CNN's coverage of election night in America. The fight for the presidency. We don't care. Oh, okay, have Kentucky. Who cares? Kentucky. Don't no, care about Indiana. Don't care. Indiana with it's West Virginia, Oklahoma, Tennessee, Mississippi, South Carolina, Alabama, Kansas, Nebraska, and Wyoming with its vote North Dakota and South Dakota, Texas, uh, up and down the middle of the country, all red. Arkansas, Louisiana, the state of Montana, Missouri. Yeah, it was at eighty percent an hour ago for Clinton. What is it now? Sixty-eight percent. Okay, uh, God damn it, I'm nervous. Ohio. Coming soon, John McCain and Lindsey Graham star in the tender sequel to Brokeback Mountain, Return to Saddlesore Canyon. You know, Lindsey, you spend a few days out on the campaign trail, away from all the other Republicans, with nothing but your horse, the press, and a few thousand sheep to lead. Well, it makes a man think different, feel different. You know what I mean? You want another back rub? Sure. Then we'll make s'mores. Okay, and welcome back to the Uncooperative Radio Show, Hour 2. All right, where were we? You were discussing, and it was an important discussion before we move along, about um, taking uh, someone's weapon away, and you, you showed two different ways to do it, using two different weapons. Right. And then hitting, we were talking about now, taking, headshots. Taking it away <laughs> is something you have to learn how to do. So but when someone grabs your wrist or anything else, or you grab the gun that someone's holding, if you leverage against the thumb... In, the, in other words, you turn. See, it's hard to do without a visual. You have your head on the gun. You've got to push, twist his hand laterally away from you. You want the gun to be away from you anyway, but if you just do that and twist at the same time, you will pull it right out of his hand, and then you can put it right in the other hand, and it's already facing him. You know, if you're going to get a fire arms instructor, wouldn't that be some of the things that you would want to look for that they would te- they don't try teach, to teach you? They don't teach unarmed combat for that. You have to go to a specialist in unarmed combat. Okay. That's say that some instructors don't aren't able to do both. I, I have no idea of all the different NRA instructors that are out there. You, but when you go for a course in gun safety, they don't teach you hand-to-hand combat. If they feel like you're get you're you're comfortable with the gun, they might teach you a few advanced techniques, but that's about it. You're there to learn how to shoot, not how to do hand to hand combat. That's for martial artists, you know. The MMM people and jujitsu. Don't do jujitsu. Don't do aikido unless you're going to commit your life to it. Just don't. Those two for first five years, you'll just be dangerous to yourself. Those things take a lot of a lot of technique, especially on a determined attacker. You don't want to play around with jujitsu. And you don't want to play around on Aikido. If if you take Shotokan Karate, that's the, that's the one I tell everybody. It's the easiest one. They teach you how to block, punch, and kick first, and that's what you need to know how to do. After that, if you're bored, then you can take something like Aikido or Jiu-Jitsu because you already know how to basically defend yourself. And, you know, basic, you know, well, actually, like little, if you're a black belt, I would consider advanced 
hand-to-hand combat. Not to some of the instructors that really teach it, but I'm just saying in in karate. So by that time, you've got a good understanding on how to kick, how to move, how to punch, how to elbow, how to knee, blah, blah, blah. Those are all the basics you need to know. And you you start learning immediately the first lesson you've improved. And you can defend yourself better. And uh, like I said, first five years with a keto or you don't know what the hell you're doing. Just stay out of trouble. I know I took, I didn't take a keto, but I know what a keto is. And I did take jujitsu. Again, I'm not really into the grappling, and and get, I don't want to crawl all over people or anything like that. The only thing I like from from the MMM people is the uh, sleeper hold. That's it. That's a pretty easy hold to put in place. But I, I'm not. I don't. I I was a wrestler when I was a teenager. I absolutely hated the bodily contact. It was just disgusting to me. Uh, so I only did one year of that, obviously. Besides, I had to be on an ever-ending diet and dehydration so I could get into the lower weight class, which wasn't good to my my growth. I guess it was good he stunted my growth a little bit. You know, nothing to say. Okay. Uh, from cnsnews.com, on June 7, 2010, about a year and a half into the Barack Obama's administration... The Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms and Explosives issued an opinion letter giving the go-ahead to an aftermarket accessory that allows the user to bump fire a semi-automatic rifle. All right, let me, let's talk about bump, bump fire. I, ne- I had never heard of it before, and I lived on a range with people that I, I had shot fully automatic firearms. Nobody had a bump rifle. Nobody. Never seen one, never heard of one. So I had to go look it up and learn up on it. I watched a video of some guy shooting it. Plus you heard all the idiots on the talk radio show last night. I heard all the idiots <laughs> with an opinion that didn't educate themselves, saying it's trash, it's junk. And you had people calling in that, you know, back, back in the day, they bump fire. And it doesn't work. It's a piece of trash. Yeah, but they've redone the bump fire. See, the company has redone it so that it is accurate. It is durable. Durable. But I wonder if it is really durable because why would you need like five ARs with bump stops on them with with like 30 or more size rounds of magazines? Why would you just keep changing the magazine? Why would you drop the gun, pick up another gun and go? Well, there's two reasons. One, the barrel gets hot and you don't want to melt it. Two, could be the thing starts falling apart after one, uh, one or two mag changes. So maybe it is crap. And that's why you had a bunch of them because he just... Shot it till it broke, or ran out, picked up the next one, shot it till it broke. But I heard, I heard the report from the gun; it was not fully automatic. That's why it keeps getting approved. I could shoot just as fast as that, if not faster, than the bump stop. I, I it would slow. That's a, that would slow me down. And it just, a, I just the whole hype over it. Go ahead, bad bump stops. I don't plan on getting one. <laughs> But let's not put the silencer on the table because people's ear hearing is involved and people's, you know, during hunting females, people's peace and quiet are involved. That's all it does. It, does, it, is, a, it is a silencer. It takes down the sound X amount of decibels. It does not silence it. That's why you shouldn't call it a silencer. It's a suppressor. It suppresses the sound. Doesn't get rid of it. And on a high-powered, like a three hundred eight. It's still got a pretty good report, but it, it helps. And it also helps the shooter's hearing. 
Uh, but that's another story. So this bump stop thing and the whole craziness over it. Again, the reason it was approved is because under the definition of the BATFE, it has to cycle continuously at an X, X amount rate, which is fully automatic. That did not come close to fully automatic. It was just bump, 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 bump. That's, that's slow for me shooting. I'm like, bop, 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 And that's what's semi-automatic. So it didn't make, it didn't help. I don't know how it could have helped him with the bump stop thing. Uh, too, too stupid to know how to squeeze a trigger fast in practice. Uh, whatever. So he had these things. And everybody wants to ban them, and they want, now they want to ban everything else, including guns. And they want to bring back the assault weapons ban, which never did a thing, which is why it sunsetted. It never stopped any crime, ever. It was done and over with and out the door. It's stup- it was stupid. It only affected cosmetics, and it only affected law-abiding citizens. Anybody who wasn't a law-abiding citizen would buy, buy anything he wants. How about you give us a fighting chance? We'd like the same guns as the bad guys. A company called Slidefire had earlier said its patented replacement shoulder stock to ATF's firearm technology branch, asking for an evaluation of the device. The ATF, in a reply, wrote, Your letter advises that the stock, referenced in this reply as a bump stock, is intended to assist persons whose hands have limited mobility to bump fire an AR-15-type rifle. The device replaces the factory stock and grip. The replacement stock moves back and forth with the gun's recoil, allowing it to fire rapidly and continuously as the trigger repeatedly is bumped into the shooter's finger. A switch allows the user to select semi-automatic fire, one shot for each trigger pull, or the more rapid bump fire. It's not really more rapid, as I put it. I can shoot faster than that. It's just the fact that as long as you hold the trigger, it's shooting until you run out of ammo. Again, it's supposed to affect accuracy as well, which is... Why, you know, he chose to shoot into a large crowd of people, I imagine. He's not a sniper. I didn't hear about taking any headshots. According to the ATF's June 2010 letter, the stock has no automatically functioning mechanical parts or springs and performs no automatic mechanical function when installed. In order to use the device, the shooter must apply constant forward pressure with the non-shooting hands and constant rearward pressure with the shooting hand. According to Accordingly, we find that the bump stock is a firearm part and is not regulated as a firearm under the Gun Control Act or the National Firearms Act. That would be correct. Ugh, I, I, I thought they would just go for the cyclical rate. They're not going to go there. Slide Fire has posted a copy of the approval letter on its website. All right, but you had really big problems with the people that were calling in yesterday. Well, because about this. They just talked a bunch of nonsense about it, and I'm sorry. I, I don't know. I'd have to shoot it myself. Well, you said I, you saw saw, a, I saw yeah. a video of a guy doing it. He was he was bump-fired rapid, and it never his his muzzle wasn't bouncing up and down as much as normal. It was just it was kind of staying right in line, and he was just hammering the target, no problem. And I don't know how long it would last, but the one I saw looked pretty pretty beefy. Um, so again, they might've improved it. And that's what you kept yelling at the, the but it's not as fast as a fully automatic weapon. If you've never shot one or heard one, then 
you don't have an opinion. I do. It's not. It doesn't mimic fully automatic, other than it continuously fires, but at a, at a slower, secular rate than you would get with a fully automatic weapon. And with his money and being able to buy th- all this under the radar, well, I don't. I just don't understand why he didn't get. There's a twenty-five dollar kit you can buy. You go to gun shows, you can pick them up, and you just replace the parts of the trigger mechanism. And you've got a fully automatic, uh, semi-automatic, fully automatic weapon. It's not an AR. AR actually stands for Armalite Rifle. The company Armalite was the first one to make the AR-16. Then then they made the AR-15 and semi-automatic. Then other companies started coming in as their patent ran out. And, I mean, Bush, I, you know, I got a Bush uh, Masters, and it's called an XM. So, you know, it's, but it still looks exactly like an AR, but it's different. Yeah, but see, I don't want them to to do anything with any part that I could get for any gun because that's that's the slippery slope. Just leave the crap alone. What well, shall not infringe mean? Tuck tuck that thing tuck that kid away until you need it. That'd be my advice. I'm just saying, we're gonna give these people an inch, they're gonna take a mile. Well, then we all gotta get fully automatic AR style rifles. Style rifles. And yes, people do hunt with it, but that's not what the Second Amendment is about. It doesn't mention hunting now, does it? Nope, doesn't. And we don't get our... You can you can get rid of the whole Bill of Rights. It doesn't change the fact that my unalienable right hasn't changed to keep bare arms. That's unalienable. The Bill of Rights was extra special protection the states wanted. And it was Pandora's box. I said it during the Patriots Pub. I said it over and over again. Pandora's box. And sure enough, it proved Pandora's box. Because it gave them words to use against us. Oh, it's just right there, militia. You're not militia. Well, okay. Even if you say that, it says it says be, if you want a well-regulated militia, the people's right to keep and bear arms. The people's right, not the militia's right. The people's right to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed, and that means you can't have any reasonable restrictions. That's what not infringed means. Look it up. You lose, and trust me, this whole thing ain't going anywhere they they may be they may stop bump stops i, I don't know uh but i don't see i could do that after the federal government ought to get the company to go ahead and then you go put them out of business um i don't think everybody's thinking all the legalities through yet they're just emotional and the democrats are just up oh, time time to go gun control gun control gun control echo chamber everybody says the damn same thing everybody now you can't even hear people stum- stumble on the way they say it and and correct themselves because they're trying to remember what they're supposed to say. It's, it's an echo chamber. They pass it out. Everybody says it. I know people, you, you people in the city, you're scared of guns. I get it. You've never been around them except when someone's using them against you. Well, here's a question. What would you rather be? Having someone pointing a gun at you, would you like to have a gun to point back or you'd just like to let them shoot you? Do you know how many times we've had guns pointed at us when we were in New York and we had no way to defend of ourselves? Yeah, it was a ghetto medic. But even just you and I. Oh, yeah. That's what happens in the big cities. It's lots of crime. One of the reasons we don't live there. So anyway, uh, the company also knows by definition our current rifle stocks are not adjustable stocks or trigger manipulated devices. Well, if they're not adjustable, I don't want it anyway. Bye. Says it's a lot smaller than me, so the guns got have to adjust. You know what I'm saying? 
sort of like the, someone sent me a, a a new driver's seat, an aftermarket driver's seat for my my truck. It's a Defender ninety, a Land Rover, and uh, I put it all in. And I'm like, no, I was I was about to put it in. I had mine all taken apart. I was about to put it in. Realized that the mount that they sent me doesn't adjust. How can you have a driver's seat that doesn't adjust? Different people get in at different times at different and it wasn't even adjustable like I could put it where I want it for my length and it just stuck wherever the bolt holes were. That's all you got. So I had to send it back. That's stupid. But it's the same thing. Uh this thing doesn't adjust. It looks just like an adjustable stock, but it doesn't adjust, I guess. If it did, it would probably mess up the bump mechanism, I imagine. Uh but anyway, here comes Diane Feinstein. Remember she used, remember when she used to be reasonable and rational? They're all bat s crazy now. Well, she faked it at least before. She said on Tuesday that she intends to introduce legislation to close what she calls the automatic weapon loophole, and some Republicans have indicted uh, indicated they may be open to the idea of banning aftermarket devices that allow semi-automatic weapons to simulate automatic fire. And it's just a simulation because it's not. Again, I, I, I assume that guy had so many rifles because maybe the bump stop stock does fall apart. I, I don't know, or maybe he's he just doesn't want. He's afraid of melting his barrels, so he just keeps he just changes rifles instead of magazines. I don't know. Nobody knows anything thus far about anything. It seems. Well, you said, he left a note, but nobody knows anything. What? What? Uh, you said the new developments that there was a second shooter. Yeah. Did that happen today? There's been talk, there's been talk about it, but uh, evidence has come out, witnesses have come out that said they saw two shooters. So, I, again, but eyewitness testimony is the most unreliable type of evidence you could use. That's just a fact. Um, some people, when you start asking people what they saw on the scene afterwards, you'll realize why. It's like everybody sees something completely different. And you've got to put it all together and make make sense out of it. Um, so yeah, it's the worst. It's the worst kind. They need it for corroboration, but by itself, it's considered very uh, inaccurate. You know, these cockroaches are running around trying to put new legislation up for everything. I saw this other cockroach. He wants to put up um, a legislation that if somebody gets killed by a firearm, they can sue the firearm manufacturer. I mean, they tried that a couple of years ago, but now he's going to reintroduce it. They tried that it. about a decade or two ago. Now he's going to reintroduce Time's it. Times changed. That was the time, right? No, you can't sue a manufacturer of anything that functions as advertised. Guns are supposed to kill people. They're doing, it's working perfectly. That's why it didn't work the last time, and it's not going to work. Even with judges, with Judeo, they know better than with their own liberalism for the bench nonsense. Even they won't go that far because that'll piss off. They'll be they'll be removed from the bench. Nobody in the, most of the country, everybody has guns except you, crazy weirdos in the in the cities that need guns even more than we do and don't have them. It's like they're afraid of self defense. They, well, in these big in New York, I was afraid of self defense. I knew for sure if I if I got if I got got into somebody and I hurt someone bad or killed them. Uh, even if they attack me first, and I'm this, I'm me, really big, really big, six foot four, two hundred and sixty pounds, not fat. 
and you got a regular guy, and I beat him. I beat him. I, I hit him wrong, and it kills him. I, I I actually watched. I was so I watched. I never watched any other like any kind of legal shows or, or reality shows or anything back then. That there was they they've televised this one big guy, who defended himself against a, a hockey coach, who was a black belt in karate, who tried to kick him with his skates, which is a weapon, by the way. Those things are sharp. He can take a head off with them. He defended himself, got him on the ground, pounded him a few times, and he went a little too far. Uh, So, back at the hearing, it was like, he he was defending himself, and I don't understand this. Why is he getting tried? He was defending himself. He had a billion witnesses. Well, he lost. So did Gianforte. Well, he he pleaded out. Right, but he would he admitted have, guilt. He would have freaking that's the same thing would have happened to him, because that little rap reporter was he, literal. You don't understand. He didn't have a time for a jury trial. He was just elected to office. He had to get to work. So he had to settle that thing, and get it out of the way. I know, but that was self defense, and nobody says that. It was self defense, but I heard the tape. I know it was self defense because it was actually verbally self defense. So nobody, don't judge, should even gotten near it. And he didn't even use a weapon, just his body. And see again, but he's a big guy, he's a little guy, I'm a big guy, he's a little guy. It, 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 it never turns out well, which is why I I just try and stay away from all trouble possible. Because otherwise, if I'm forced into it, I never know how I'm going to react. I don't train anymore, but it's just all instinct now. It just comes out. <laughs> So sooner or later, I guess I'm going to get in trouble. But I'm really trying hard not to. Again from CNSNews.com. Senate Minority Leader Chuck Sinister Schumer, as some people call him Chucky, Demon Crat of New York, told a news conference on Tuesday he sent a letter to President Trump asking for a meeting to discuss gun control. Okay, um, do they have a range at the White House? We would have one. <laughs> uh, I'm just, oh, yeah, we would. I'm just saying because you're going to talk about gun control. You have to learn what gun control is. This is how you handle a gun. This is how you load a gun. This is how you shoot a gun. This is how what gun safety is. And if you put your weapon at anybody, at whether it's empty or not, always watch where your muzzle's going. Always make sure it's going downrange. Always make sure you wear hearing protection, iron protection, and make sure you hit the target because that's gun control. Don't worry, by the end of the day, Chucky, we'll get you to shoot that. We'll, we'll get you to hit the targets. You can say, I have gun control. The president and the president gave it to me. Notice, though, he supposedly, he really likes Chuck Schumer. And now he's just being an idiot again. He doesn't like Chuck Schumer. I don't know why he says that. He thinks he likes, he likes them in the engagements that they're in. And when they're in, when they were in the, when he was in the private sector, he was schmoozing for, for campaign contributions and crap like that. That's, that's why he liked him because he was kissing his backside all the time. Uh, well, now you're the president and he's the leader in the Senate. So he's a leader of the minority, but he's party, but he's a leader in the Senate. Uh, and he, pretty much he says, I control the legislature because I'll filibuster everything. And 
McConnell wants him to, so he doesn't get rid of the filibuster rule, even though it's being abused. Because, well, uh, I, I, I don't know, his mouth moves. I never listen, I, I never listen to anything that comes out of it. Anyway, so... Uh, well, Brian, you don't know the process. Yeah, I know the process. They they don't know the process. They've corrupted the process. They wouldn't know the original process if they tripped over it. I have requested of the president to call us together, Democrats and Republicans, to come up with a reasonable solution. Before he was a candidate and marched in lockstep to the NRA, Donald Trump expressed a very reasonable position on gun control, Sinister Schumer said. In fact, he said laughter. Superstorm Sandy, he supported the kind of bills we support. Let's hold him to that. Break from the NRA, which is making things worse. Work with us to get something done. We need this help. Really, being disarmed is making you a victim. Why would you? Why would they want to do that? Why is that a good thing? Why? What would gun control have to do with Superstorm Sandy? What, would, what does that have to do with gun control? Maybe Sandy Hook he was thinking of, right? The elementary school. Well, that was a false flag anyway. Oh, no, those kids were killed, but they were killed, and it wasn't on site. didn't happen there at all. I know that because there's just too much evidence of them covering it up. So it's always the cover-up that tips you off. Okay, here's a, it, ask, riddle me this. Everyone who thinks I'm conspiracy theory nut now. Riddle me this. Why was it necessary to totally demolish that elementary school after the shooting? Not enough? Okay. Everyone that worked on the site to demolish said school had to sign a non-disclosure agreement. Every single worker on site had to sign a non-disclosure agreement. Why? Those two things alone should be enough to make you go, wait, this is BS. Okay, how about the picture of the, 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 the great female teacher marching her students single file into the bus to, in the parking lot to get him out of there. Never happened. Turned out, when you pan out for the picture that was cropped, that was done at a completely different elementary school in the parking Nothing bad was happening there. It was all BS. It was staged. Oh, there's more. You should go look it up. If ever there was a reason to be a conspiracy theorist, this would be one. <laughs> he goes, I'm sorry. Uh, it's not that much conspiracy, although there's a conspiracy. It's not a theory. There's a conspiracy. I just told you two things that are very, very suspicious. And only be done to cover up evidence, right? Schumer uh, described the National Rifle Association, a group that supports Americans' constitutional right to keep and bear arms as a swamp. No, you're the swamp, moron. Yeah, and... Uh, our rights are our <laughs> right. You idiot. How does anyone listen to you exactly? You're saying our rights aren't as important as what you want to happen. Our rights are the only thing that is important, Sinister Schumer. You wouldn't know that, you self-loathing demonic Jew. Uh, really? No, I'm not saying anything about Jewish people. He is a self-loathing Jew. There's yep. plenty of them in New York City. And they, they vote Democrat and Socialist, even though you'd figure they had learned from Hitler that it wasn't a good road to go down because Hitler was a part of, was the head of the Nazi Party, which were National Socialists. Originally, they were National Socialist German Workers Party. And they just changed it to National Socialists. Good point. 
Uh, we got to go to break. Jim Quappen Radio Show. You stay tuned, cause we'll be right back. Did you know that with a bachelor's degree, on average, you could make almost twice as much over a lifetime than a person with just a high school diploma? It's true. According to the 2012 U.S. Census Bureau, college grads with a bachelor's degree make almost twice as much as high school grads. Now, going back to school is easier than ever at Independence University. Log on and complete coursework from the park or the beach or even your couch watching the kids. And Independence University gives you the tools, a free tablet and laptop for undergraduate grad students to use and keep when they graduate. That's right. Get a laptop so you can go to college from anywhere. Take the first step to a new career in business, information technology, healthcare, or graphic arts. Call to find the online degree program that's right for you. And you could be on your way to increasing your earning potential. 800-797-1256. 800-797-1256. That's 800-797-1256. What is term life insurance? It's basically a financial protection plan for your family if you pass away. It can be a hard purchase. Think about it. It's one of the few major purchases you can make that you will personally never use. But you've got to have it to protect your family. And you owe it to yourself to shop and compare to get the best possible rates. For term life insurance policies of $500,000 or more, call the Term Lifeline today at 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. See if you qualify for up to $1 million in coverage for as little as $3 a day. We'll gladly compare multiple carriers to get you the best possible rates. So call now. 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. Sample rate cited requires qualifying medically in the preferred non-tobacco rate class. If you are struggling to pay or haven't been making your student loan payments, listen carefully to this urgent alert. Have you been out of school for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? Are your student loans past due or even in default? Can't go back to school because of an old student loan problem? We can help you if you qualify. Your student loans can be taken out of default. We can stop the wage garnishments, stop the collection calls, and stop the seizure of your tax refund. Give yourself a break. Stop the stress and see if we can help you reduce your student loan payments. One quick 10-minute call could solve them right now. So call the Student Loan Helpline now. 800-215-6813. 800-215-6813. 800-215-6813. This is a fee-based document preparation service to help you access free government programs. Call for complete details not available in all states. Nobody wants to get ripped off, broken into, or robbed, but nobody wants to pay a lot of money to have their home protected either. I've got an offer to tell you about to provide home security for your home. 
for a simple rate as low as $19.99 a month. For real, with no installation or equipment charges. And this is from a company rated number one by a leading consumer research company. According to the facts, most of you won't even call unless there's a burglary in your neighborhood or something bad happens. So let's give you a reason. Save money. For as low as $19.99 a month with no other costs, you can get your home secured. Plus, get a lifetime equipment replacement warranty. You need protection for your home. Call the Home Security Hotline right now. 800-218-9520. Call now. That's 800-218-9520. Okay, and welcome back to the Aquabit Radio Show, our half of two. And this just goes to show what their mindset is, these cockroaches that we sent up there. They don't care about us. They don't care what we want. They want their own agenda. They care about what they're going to get from it. And the American people should go to hell. Again, uh, first of all, use the word vast and minority in the same sentence. is kind of stupid. However. Oh, Schumer? Yeah. Sinister? 100 billion gun owners is a minority in a... In a country of 333 million people still 100 million gun owners and it's an unalienable right and we don't live in a democracy mob does not rule and again all you minorities out there lgbtqs and whatever the hell you call you whatever else you are out there you social justice warriors uh this is not gonna fly you're messing with rights that are unalienable granted to us by our creator you're confused because you went to school and you think we get our power from the constitution the national government wrong the constitution gets its power from we the people the government gets its power from we the people we the people created both and we the people can destroy both if we so decide sure you can overthrow the government and that's the end of the constitution well, we'll start over so what all the people with guns want so unlike, although we're a minority, I don't think you want to piss off 100 billion gun owners. That's a pretty big army. The other thing that you were just saying because of this, every time there's a shooting, gun sales go through the roof. Yep. And Because self-defense is what common people think of. Not, we shoot a bit of law. Well, there is a law. And it, it's, and it doesn't matter. The guy's dead. He shot himself. So now what? There already is a law. Didn't stop him. Why do you want more laws? That wouldn't have stopped them. Name the law you were going to make. Name the law you want me to sign that would have stopped that shooting. That particular shooter. Go. Well, but this... No, 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 no. We're talking about one incident and you're using it for politics. Now, explain to the people why. Those people in there would have been saved by the gun control laws you wish to put in place. Go. Well, it's not like it's not that simple. Well, yeah, it is. It's really that simple. And and people understand it that simply. Except people in your district, they're idiots. Yeah, self-loathing Jew, New York Jews are just as bad as self-loathing other left-wing liberal progressive socialist communist fascists say bastards. I don't care. Bunch of people walk around thinking, I'm horrible because I'm white. I care. Or a vey. Just yeah. had to slid a little, little Jewish in there. The other thing that um, callers are 
saying when they're calling these shows that even if they don't are never going to use a gun, they're going out and buying one. So now you're going to have more people just buying guns. <laughs> yeah, but they think they're going to still be able to get these legislation passed. And I got bad news for you. The American people are of no taste for gun control laws right now. There's too many people shooting other shooting unarmed people. They don't want to be the unarmed person when the shooting starts. They're not cowards, and they're not fools, so they buy a gun. Only a coward or a fool wouldn't buy a gun for self-protection. It's just, it's just stupid. What day? It's a, you, you know you hope when you get a gun, it's like life insurance. You hope you never have to use it. But one day, you and your family might need that gun. Otherwise... Bad things could happen. Look, most criminals aren't violent enough and crazy enough to go up against anybody they think might be armed. They're mostly cowards. There are exceptions. There are generally adrenaline drunkards that go and do, you know, home invasions. But home invasions means you are going to do physical harm to somebody. You're intent on doing physical harm or you would wait till nobody was home. Once that door gets kicked in, you better have something ready because you've got split seconds. And that's it. And you can think it'll never happen to me. And maybe it won't. But do you know, almost everybody that it's happened to said it would never happen to me. And it did. Anyway, he he, he has the nerve to describe the National Rifle Association, a group that supports America's constitutional rights to keep and bear arms as a swamp. He even said we have a constitutional right who supports Americans' constitutional rights to keep their arms. It's, it's, not, it's not in the Constitution for you to take away, sinister. The Second Amendment isn't open to negotiations. I don't care what the Supreme Court says. The Supreme Court is unconstitutional, too. Part of the national government is what we allow to become the watchdog of the national government. Profoundly stupid. Think about it. They have been taking away your rights for going on almost 100 years, maybe more than 100 years now. And you just let them. It must be a swamp for some organization that to support the Americans' constitutional right to keep and bear arms. It is not a constitutional right. It is an unalienable right. But if it was a constitutional right, you can't touch it without an amendment. And that's the way that works. But it's not. It's an unalienable right. Take it up with God. Oh, it's a nice year. We got, a, got away from your faith, did we? Yeah, it's Jewish and race only. Look, this is, I mean, this is the swamp. No, you are the swamp. D.C. is the swamp. The bureaucracies of D.C. are the swamp. Our Constitution is not the swamp. A small, powerful lobby that represents a vast minority. Again, why why would you say then a very small minority of Americans? No, you were right the first time. One-third of Americans, last time I checked it, this is old. This war now. So there over 100 million gun owners in the United States of America. That's a pretty big minority. And it doesn't matter if we're a majority or a minority. Because, check this out, Chuggy. We're not a democracy. Sinister humor. Look at it. Just look the way he looks all the time. He's he's evil. He's just 
just pure evil. And all they want is to put an end to this Constitution. A very small minority of Americans seem to have a stranglehold on the Republican Party, and that shouldn't be. Oh, really? And the vast and the vast people that support the Democrat Party. That's okay, though, right? The vast minority of morons. That's the kind of thing Donald Trump campaigned against. Let's see if he has the courage, the willpower, the strength to say, I'm going to break with that small group and do something that makes common sense. Common sense has been dead for decades, and I read its obituary. And nothing is common sense about Washington, D.C., and there's no common sense involved in God-granted rights, endowed by our Creator with certain unalienable rights. And it is unalienable, not inalienable, and there is a difference, and I don't care what all the the, uh, dictionaries say now, they changed all the definitions. They were all brought out by progs, including Webster's Dictionary. It's Merriam-Webster. Merriam-Webster is a prog. And he undid many, most of what his, his, the founder did. In fact, there was, there was an 1826 online Bible by uh, Noah, who was a conservative, who was a, 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 someone who understood natural rights and all that stuff. And it was online for the longest time. And I used to use it to point to the fact the difference between inalienable and unalienable were clearly stated. Then Marion found out about it and took it over from the people that had it and changed all of it. It's not now it rides under the heading of Noah Webster's 1826 Bible, but it's not. It's owned by Marion Webster, and he changed all those pesky words to what he wants them changed to. And now when you go look it up, there is nowhere to find out what it used to mean before all the people started corrupting the language. Anyway, where was I? Uh, common sense. And what Americans in overwhelming numbers, Democrats, Republicans, and Independents want. No, if they did, they would have had it already. Sorry, overwhelming majority doesn't exist. A reporter asked Schumer if President Trump is the key to break the gun stalemate. Well, he's the most logical, sinister, Schumer said. Our Republican colleagues in the Senate, despite the efforts bipartisan of Senators Manchin and Toomey weren't able to break it a few years ago after the horrible shootings in Connecticut. So President Trump, again, it's it's really his responsibility to do this. As I said in the past, he's been very reasonable about the gun issue. He ran for Republican president. He had to do what the NRA wanted him to do. But now it would be an act of courage, strength, and popularity to do something America is yearning for. Yeah, no, it isn't. A small handful of idiots. And some crazy millennials. That's it. None of us want to throw our unalienable rights under the bus. Which, by the way, you can't take away without coercive force, which means you're a fascist. And you know what Trump should do? Trump should hold a press conference after things die down a little bit. And he should come out and he should be wearing an NRA hat. And he said, you know, all this nonsense from Schumer... It made me decide to become a member of the NRA for the first time. And any other questions? 
Schumer began the news conference by criticizing President Trump's handling of the situation in Puerto Rico, which he did marvelously, which was said by the governor of the state. I'm sorry that the political democrat social justice warrior uh, San Juan mayor came out and did talking points for the party. She's full of crap and she's a liar and she's been outed. She's a giant globalist prog. You know, if it wasn't for the fact that her people would suffer, I'd make sure San Juan didn't get scraps. Uh, Particularly Trump's comment on Tuesday that the devastated island has thrown our budget a little out of whack. Don't you think it did? Along with the other two storms, you moron. Why Why do you people listen to this guy? Every time he talks, he just sounds like a complete moron to me. Do you have to have been have lived in New York City to see this? I would think you could pick it out pretty much wherever you were. What's your problem? He is evil. He's a democrat. All the D's are demons. All of them. Because they, oh really, do they break on, a, on these issues with the party? You bet they haven't. Not one person. Uh, Mr. President, enough, Sinister Schumer said. Stop blaming Puerto Rico for the storm that devastated their shores and roll up your sleeves to get the recovery on track. The recovery's been on track, you jackass. How about you roll up your sleeves, get down there, and get to work, sinister? You haven't seen a hard day's work a day in your your life. I guarantee there are no calluses on those hands. Pure, unadulterated evil. That's your job as president. No, really, it's not. It's like, you know, you might not know this. Disaster relief is not in the Constitution. Find it. Find state disaster relief in the Constitution. Go. You can't find it. You wonder why it's not there. You wonder why it's not there? No money goes from the federal government to the states. That would be redistribution of wealth, and they didn't want that. States take care of their own problems. They also don't send a bunch of money to the national government to do things they're not supposed to do. But the 16th Amendment screwed that up. 16th and 17th Amendment, we could ask Tommy the Commie Woodrow Wilson for, screwed up our whole system of government. You wonder why it's so dysfunctional? Repeal those two and find out. Oh, this guy really infuriates me. I don't remember the president telling Texas they threw our budget out of whack after Harvey or Florida after Irma. Citizen Schubert and his fellow Democrats also blasted the Republican tax reform plan as a giveaway to the rich and a slap to the poor. All of which have been, are bold-faced lies. All of it. All of it, you just heard a bold-faced lie. Completely contrived nonsense. The people in Puerto Rico are praising FEMA's actions and Donald Trump's actions all until you decided that you didn't like that narrative and you got to the mayor of San Juan and told her being a little party hack that she is a little South Little Water socialist, carry your water and say that you have got no help from from the national government, they have completely blah 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 blah. again, anywhere they can get, here's the problem they have to have a way to transport the crap to the people that need it their complete island has been washed away, there's no there's no agriculture, there's no infrastructure, there's no electricity, no cell towers, very few homes left. This is a total disaster. 
Oh, you know, it wouldn't be such a disaster. Not so many people live there. So if you want to point to something that happened a thousand years ago in Puerto Rico, uh, you won't find it because, well, only two people died. That's before we overpopulated it like every other coastal and island retreat so that when one does hit and one will, one storm will hit. It's going to hit. It's It happens all through history. It's going to happen. It's guaranteed. It may not happen this year. It may not happen for 10 years, but it's going to happen. And when it does, because everybody's all built up and especially crawling on the shores, it's going to be mass devastation of life and property. And that's just a fact. And the more population we have, the worse it seems the storms get. The storms don't get any worse. It's the casualty rate that gets worse and the cost that gets worse because of all the population that didn't used to be there. I don't see this is common sense thinking. This is how you're supposed to think. These idiots here to, oh, I want some common sense. You want some common sense? Just gave you some. Want some more common sense? Tell the mayor of San Juan to shut the hell up and roll her sleeves up and go to work. That's her job, not the president's job. It's her town. It's her city, not the president's city. They're not even supposed to get this money in the first place. Imagine what we do then. I'll tell you, people around the world, including mostly Americans, would give lots of money to charities to go down there and help them. That's how it should happen. Why am I paying for Puerto Rico? It's not even a state. It's a territory. Why do I? And they, they don't even want to speak English. Why are they even allowed to be a territory? I'd float them out and say anybody who wants them can have them. Well, on that vein, my dad, who is from Puerto Rico... Won't even move back there. He, we got family, and he—he like, he wouldn't live there in a million years. And the this infrastructure in Puerto Rico has been horrible for decades. Oh yeah, but now it's just wiped out. I mean, they've always been too many progressives because progressives tell the poor people they're going to give them all stuff. What happens is they get in there and start giving them all the stuff. And then what happens is they run out of money. Now what? You know, what was really funny, too, is when we uh, before we moved up here like 10 years if ago. If socialism is so great, where is all their money in th- in their emergency fund in case something like this happens? Where's all that money? Oh, wait. They're in unbelievable amounts of debt already. That's what progs do. They go into debt. Well, By the way, they're not allowed, uh, get, no state's allowed to go into debt. I don't know about a territory because, well, they're a territory. They're not a state yet. So it doesn't follow the same rules. Oh, and they. But Congress makes the rules for yeah, because Congress makes nice rules, progressive rules for them down in Puerto Rico. Uh, You need to cut them off from all the money coming out of the national government. No money goes to the territories. Never, Never. Territory has to prove that they are willing to become a stable government and support the liberty in the Constitution to be made a state. And you used to have to work for statehood, and then you then you had to vote for statehood. But Congress still had to approve it. It didn't matter what the people say in the territory or what they want. It matters what Congress says. And I was Congress. I'd be going, I don't know. I think I've been telling you for years to stop going into debt. And you wanted to debt anyway. Borrow some more money. See see how that works out. And before we move to... No, I don't really care. I I care what happens to the people. But the people have, have, when they put in a conservative... Right, that's Governor, what I was bringing up. Yes, that's what they I They turned up. the whole economy yep. around, and then they didn't like it because it made poor people into entrepreneurs. That's just making rich people. There are a whole bunch of people too dumb to take advantage of it because they're just illiterate and uneducated. 
And uh, see, they just want to make sure they get plenty of food, plenty of rum, plenty of whatever they want, whenever they want it. And that's all they care about. Right. We saw. An so they went with him. back to these idiots that are in charge now, and they're like ridiculous about somebody in debt, like twenty-two billion dollars. When we lived down in Basin before we moved up here, that, I'm glad you brought that up because that's what I was going to say. We saw an interview with this, the governor of Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico was flourishing. Oh yeah. Oh, oh by the way, there there is no. Uh, but that was ten there, years ago. They're not allowed to have debt and then ask to be a state because that's an automatic no. And they're twenty-two billion dollars in debt. You don't. No, that's not our problem. That's not our debt. That's yours. And we can cut you loose whenever we want. Again, we don't know what a territory is. A territory is some place that we own, but it's not a state because it wasn't developed yet. And so when they got to the point where they were developed and were willing to abide by the Constitution and they weren't in debt and they were responsible, then they were allowed to be a state. Puerto Rico uh, has uh, really, really been built up for a long time. So it's either statehood or kick them. I'd kick them. We don't need $22 billion more in debt, and we don't need a bunch of people that hate take advantage of America so much and hate them so much they refuse to learn English, even when they're living off of us. Uh, we don't need them. And no, you can't be a state unless your people speak English, and that's the end of that. Well, and I don't understand. Why is Hillary weighing in on every single damn issue that's going on? Go away! She's changed her mind. She's part of the resistance. She's funding the resistance She's reconsidering not having a presidential bid in 2020. Is the woman still going to be alive? I, I mean, hope she, not. She's almost as old as the Crypt Keeper. Uh, just saying. Although well, Donald Trump is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But look at Hillary Clinton and her energy, and look at Donald Trump and his energy. We thought she was going to die on the campaign trail. Yeah, she could. She didn't even campaign hard. She hardly campaigned, and she broke down. Uh, and now she's out doing all the things. And, oh, it's right. Hey, you ever see her smile from the side? It looks like the it looks like the Joker's smile. It's just evil. It's a it's all these teeth. It, it looks like it's gonna bite you. What, what's that one? The guy with the teeth on Spider Man. The dark. It reminds me of him. Pure evil. The woman can't even fake smiling. How? Wonder how long she stood in the mirror and tried them out. Tried to, how to smile. No, 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 no. Don't do that. You know, they should just stop telling her to smile because it doesn't work with her. And besides, everyone knows what a witch she is anyway. No, I have no problems with saying the word bitch. But uh, she's worse than that. She's a witch. She's an evil bitch. All right. So, anyway, Schumer said his fellow Democrats also blasted the Republican tax reform plan as giveaway to the rich and slap to the poor. Really, more people, more poor people don't have to pay money. Or is it that they're not getting money they didn't... Oh, did he remove that little thing where they get money, more money back that they put in? You you really think... Uh, that's what the poor must be upset about. Now he said more people, more poor people than ever before will pay zero in taxes. He didn't say you were going to get money back even though you didn't pay in any taxes. You know, head of household and all that stuff. That's just idiotic. Okay, what time is it? Oh, I don't have enough time to start a new one. Yeah. Yeah, what? Is your clock different than mine? Probably not, because it says I got 40 minutes. 42 minutes. 
<laughs> you didn't notice that? I did. I know I'm going. Nobody you said I was. My clock was wrong. No, it's not. Well, because I'm going by the timer, not by the uh, an well, actual clock. Well, go by the go by it. It's almost like identical. Go by it. And, but I have. A, I can't do an article in one minute. No, I know you can. I didn't say you were. I said you were going to do this. Right, and that's what I said I was going to. It's the Unquapped Radio Show. You stay tuned, cause we'll be right back. We've been uptight for a while, even when you were on trial. Then we didn't see you last night. You had us millennials in fright, so you sent Podesta to tell us go home. Oh, you didn't even wish us well. Why couldn't you tell that we'd be whining? Said so long because left us moping all alone, alone and whining, rioting, setting fires and crying. It's hard to understand how Trump won the love of this land. Well, it starts me whining. We thought that we were over you When the FBI proved your crimes were true But we love you even more Though it seems more dumb than before But Hillary, what can we do? America chose Trump She congratulated us And I'll always be crying over you, whining over you, yes, now you're gone, you might go to prison for so long, and we'll be crying and whining in rioting. She's a woman, and you're a sexist, and bigoted, racist, homophobic, xenophobe. Yeah, and no country builds walls around their border and fences and stuff. That's just stupid. President Trump called me and informed me he was firing Director Comey. I told the president, Mr. President, with all due respect, you are making a big mistake. Senator Harry from Nevada says Comey broke the law. One Democratic lawmaker is calling on Comey to resign. The FBI director, okay, you violated these two protocols. That kind of an ambiguity bomb this close to election was a terrible lapse in judgment. I agree with Eric Holder. I think here 
Um, Director Comey made a great mistake. I call it an October betrayal of long-standing FBI protocol. Sitting FBI director has abused his power. Was acting in concert and coordination with the House Republicans. End of story. I think that uh, Comey... I have found that a certain type that calls himself a liberal, I always thought I was a liberal. <laughs> I came up terribly surprised one time when I found that I was a right-wing conservative <laughs> extremist. But I have listened to everybody's point of view that I ever met and then decide how I should feel. I mean, but these, this so-called new liberal group, uh, Jesus, they never, they never listen to your point of view and they make a decision as to what you think. And, uh, they're articulate enough and in control of enough of the press to force that, uh, uh, image out for the average person. Dr. King was a real man. You know he was a Republican. Dr. King, a Republican? Democrats passed those black codes and Jim Crow laws. Democrats started the Ku Klux Klan. White hoods and sheets? Democrats fought all civil rights legislation from the 1860s to the 1960s. Democrats released those vicious dogs and fire hoses on blast. Seriously? And the Dixiecrats remained Democrats and vowed to vote for a yellow dog before a Republican. Republicans freed us from slavery and put our right to vote in the Constitution. What? Republicans started the NAACP, Affirmative Action, and the HBCUs. Sounds like Democrats have been Boozle black. Democrats blocked the minimum wage passed by Republicans, and over $200 billion have been spent on education, health care, and job training since President Bush took office. So Democrats want to keep us poor while voting only Democrat. Democrats want us to accept same-sex marriages, teen abortions without a parent's consent, and suing the Boy Scouts for saying God in their pledge. See, we need to think and vote on our own values. Exactly. Democrats have talked the talk, but the Republicans have walked the walk. Girl, it's time for us to do, do the, the walk. walk. <laughs> you know it, girl. Welcome back to the Uncooperative Radio Show, hour half of two. No. No? No. Oh my goodness, it's three hours already? Yep. That flew by. Did it? Yeah, obviously, <laughs> for me. All right, off from Sinister Schumer and on to Regulation Suck. Oh. From the Daily Signal. Monday was deregulation day. Wasn't it also Columbus Day? No. I think so. No. Look it up. From the Daily... Uh, Monday was deregulation day for the federal government as declared by President Donald Trump and thus is an opportune time to deliver the findings of the Heritage Foundation's latest tracking of regulation. Now, did you know that he declared... No. Monday? No one's talking about it, right? Right. They're just talking about Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico. Oh, I don't know. I'm not listening. Guns, 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 guns. Shooting. Know. I haven't been listening. That's what they're talking That's why about. I haven't been listening. Because there's a bunch of idiots coming out pining about things. They don't know anything. Never one of them has even held a gun in their hands, yet alone shot one. And they have an opinion. Sorry. You have an uneducated opinion that makes you a bigot. Well, Brian, but that's what you said. There's so much stuff going on behind the scenes. We have no clue. Nope. Which he wants it like that. 
Well, if he didn't want it like that, he'd tell us about it. Keep tweeting, my president. Tweet, 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 no, tweet, he's tweet. never stopped. <laughs> I, I love it because he's aggravating so many people by doing it. I want him to increase it. <laughs> yeah. The reason they don't want him to do it, including the talking heads that they're supposedly conservative, they're not. Uh, stop, do, stop doing that because you're, he's getting his message out through social media because he can't get it out through the, the news. Yeah, the lamestream media. The lamestream media, right. So... They want, of course, they all want to stop, including Republican elites, conservative talking heads on Fox News Channel. All of them, everybody's gone crazy. Wants to stop doing that, but why would he stop doing that? He's getting his message around the progressive block to the people, so they know what's going on, somewhat anyway. Why should he stop that? Why? So none of his agenda geek could ever get out to the people, because that's what would happen. The lame street media is not covering him favorably. Will not cover him favorably. Never heard them say anything favorable about him. And uh, I have nothing favorable to say about the lamestream media. It's amazing. And that includes Fox News Channel. If you're still denying, in denial about Fox News Channel, you better wake up. They're still playing with your head. Oh, look, but they changed their, they did this here. It's a little different. They're a little more a lot questioning and having a debate about it. Yeah, how did that debate end? Megyn Kelly's trying to rain, bring her ugly the sea monster head back up from the grave. Yeah, she's not doing well at all. I hope she has a really ironclad contract because if I was them, I'd fire her. Well, she has her own. Now she's going to try to do talk radio on Sirius XM. She won't be able to do it. Well, that's the... She doesn't have the personality for it. Yeah, she's a sea monster. She keeps... <laughs> we keep knocking her down and she it... keeps calling See, up. See, she thinks she could do anything anybody else does, but it's not that simple. Talk radio is very, very different. You can't be... You can't be a prog and conservative talk radio. It doesn't work. So what are you going to do? Liberal talk radio is dead. So where is she getting a channel from? I, she's, I don't know. Oh, wait a minute. I think it's after. It's in the it's morning. It's on Sirius, isn't it? It's on Sirius XM. It's in the morning, and it's after the morning show that's that's live from New York. They rebroadcast it. Simul- I thought simulcast. she was supposed to have her own yeah, they, daytime show. They they. This is what they're doing. They're simul- tell me, you don't know what they're doing. Yeah, I do. The morning morning show on ABC. The morning schmo? On ABC, oh. one of the, the alphabets. They simulcast the show in the morning on XM. So her show is after that one, and they actually call it after the, 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 the morning show. <laughs> no, it does, no, her show is something. It's, it's uh, what's her name? Something in the morning, whatever her name Megan is. Megan Kelly. It's, it's Megan Kelly in the morning. Look at it. Or Megan Kelly Today. One of those two. It oh, had to yeah. do with the Today Show. I, that's Yeah, that's what you're right. The Today Show. I'm going to say it. It said, I even read it to you when it was on the screen. Megan Kelly Today. So far, she's ruined everything she's touched. Which is good, because she's pure evil. Women are the worst. That's why they're called witches. Again, <laughs> Kelly, that's good. Uh, You're back- right, Megan Kelly today launched the new NBC News Morning franchise mm-hmm. and vowed to turn away from politics and darker tones. Oh, th- this will be, you got to be kidding me, she's going to go s- soft? You don't spend all your time in news to end up going back into BS soft stories about 
people's roses and dogs and stuff. Ugh, God, I and can't she, look at that nose. Is she that screwed up that they finally said, all right, you suck, but we want to be out of here. Well, I've got a contract. Yep, you do, but uh, we can put you anywhere we want. So I suggest you resign. No? Okay. Just watch. She's going to be interviewing people from dog shows and weird stuff. It's just going to be like nonsense nobody wants to watch. And that would be the end of her career. She said she hoped instead to help viewers get yourself through the day and have a laugh with us, a smile, sometimes a tear, and maybe a little hope to start your day. Some fun. That's what we're going to be doing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm buying progs, all those. man. You progs are insane. You are insane. So far, she's blown every interview she's ever done. Back to deregulation day. <laughs> The bad news is that the final year of the Obama's administration brought the private sector costs of its reign of regulatory excess to $122 billion a year. And that's the lowball figure. Now, they said the mainstream media, he could do no wrong. He walked on water. They called him the, the new Christ. They still think he walks on water. You call him the new Christ. And it's Trump's so the dis- Antichrist. It's so disgusting. Which is weird because Trump wouldn't be the Antichrist at all. No. Antichrist is going to be unbelievably popular, like Obamanus was. But he wasn't. But he wasn't the Antichrist because he's gone, I think. I don't know. They don't, like you said, all these things, all these progs are herpes. You think they're gone, but they keep coming back. That must have been on The Simpsons where they had uh, herpes in the pants thing, a little party in the pants. I don't watch A little talking herpes. Oh, <laughs> I don't watch The Simpsons. It was quite, it was quite cute, actually. <laughs> All right. On the other hand, the Trump administration in its first six months launched a multifaceted reform agenda that has slowed regulatory output. Some rules have been blocked, others rescinded, along with the withdrawal of hundreds of other regulations from the rulemaking pipeline. Six months is too short a time span to declare victory. However, and it remains to be seen whether Trump will succeed in reversing decades of regulatory overreach. The need for reform has never been greater. Regulation acts as a stealth tax on the American people and the U.S. economy and exacts an incalculable toll on individual liberty. Trump and his appointees need all of the means available to them to overcome the powerful forces that favor the status quo. As for that regulatory excess, the Obamanist administration in 2016 issued more than 2,600 new rules, including 54 major regulations that saddled the private sector with $14.7 billion in new annual costs. Based on the Heritage Foundation's tracking, last year's rules brought the Obamanist administration's eight-year total to more than 23,000 regulations, including 285 major rules with $122 billion in cumulative costs. That was nearly double the $68 billion in new major rules issued under the administration of President Barack Obama's predecessor, George W. Bush. The $122 billion figure does not include significant but tangible co- intangible costs, such as lost innovation or violations of individual liberty, nor does it reflect most of the dozens of regulations issued by the independent agencies. Yeah, we were really... Which are not required to conduct cost-benefit analysis for new major rules. You know, this is... We hated Bush doing this crap as well. 
We were. I was very disappointed in him in the second term. Yeah, but he didn't do nothing, anything he, compared to this guy. No, I understand that, but his second term was a train wreck. It really was. I mean, it really, it, the Patriot Act. <laughs> it wasn't a train wreck. The Patriot Act came around his first administration. Which is? And it was right after 9-11. And people, it was supposed to expire. And people yet railed against it. And I said, well, under the circumstances, it's only for two years. Yeah. How's that working out? Well, Congress was supposed to let it go. And we were supposed to make sure they let it go. But we didn't. And it's still here. And it was completely abused by Obamanists. Collected information on everybody in the America that he could. Especially his political enemies. Sounds like a... That sounds a little bit like a high crime. I mean, they all should be in jail. Well, it's hard to put political figures in jail for being poli- political. You'd have to have an actual crime. And they don't consider violating the Constitution a criminal act. But it is. But they don't. You either violate a statute on the books that, that's in the place that they are police or sheriffs, or you don't. Well, then that fits Killary right there, the butcher of Benghazi. Oh, no. She did quite a few things that are illegal. That's what I'm saying. Oh, no, no, no. They're looking into her. She's not, they're not done with them yet. But see, he does, it, Trump doesn't want to be the one who's seen as spearheading it. He's got too many other things to do. He like can't this. be tied down to this nonsense. Like this. Getting rid of regular, he could do this. That's what he already did, and he's still still doing. Um, now he's calling back all his people that he sent out to find all the ways to cut their agencies. Now he's calling them back and saying, what okay. You, what you what, got? <laughs> what, what, do we, what do you got? What, what do you want to keep? What do you want to cut and why? And then he's going to take out his little scissor and he, cut it to shreds. He doesn't need a scissor. He just says you're fired. My God, Brian, you would be, they'd have to give you special jaw, <laughs> jaw shots because you would be telling everybody they're fired so many times. Um, I'm less trusting on the hiring side. I probably wouldn't have as many problems except for, and I wouldn't leave anybody. It was, there's no such thing as a holdover in my administration. It's get out. You're fired. I would have had a transistor team ready to hit the ground running. My whole, everybody I need in the White House, cabinet, ready to go. I don't want, I want these people out of here. I want them out of here now. And anybody that's found to do anything political that's in my administration to help out and destroy my agenda is going to jail. That's sedition. We can talk about it, but you're not allowed to leak confidential information. That's a crime on the de-espionage act, and you are going to jail. Yes, Hitlery, you are going to jail because we have your statement right here recorded. It says you admitted to having these servers, and you admitted to trying to... You lied about having only one device. You lied about this. You lied about that. That's perjury. And boy, are you going to jail. I don't think you're getting out. We got like 17 counts of perjury alone. They have to bring in Benghazi, the email scandals, the Clinton Foundation, uh, our time as Secretary of State. All these things, man, there's, there's nothing but, I don't understand it. There's nothing but evidence of her criminality everywhere. And she's still walking, walking around. around. And not only that, she's resisting the president's agenda while walking around as a criminal. 
And signing books and signing books. And frankly, and... I think she's guilty of treason. Yep. Because I think that uh, it was purposely kept on, on a private server that was unprotected. No firewall, nothing. You've got to be kidding me. Nobody sets up a server like that unless the person says they don't want any protection on it. Everybody uses protection in IT. So she she broadcast, she probably told them in private meetings, well, this is my email server, see what you can find, what you like, whatever, goodbye. Well, that's the same with Washington woman Schultz. She, I, I believe she should be tried for treason as well. Oh, yeah, she was helping Amwa Mamanema, whatever the IT guy is in his family, steal boatloads of money, give access to all t- security clearance stuff he wasn't even supposed to have access to. Uh, no, Lord knows what he did or who he sold it to or what he did with it. We do know that he sent a whole money back to Pakistan with his wife. His wife came back. They brought her back because she's willing to testify against him. Anyway, this is just to show you that some wacky, kinky-haired, ugly woman, sort of, could keep someone like that. It's You know he's doing something for her. Overpaid, overprotected. In the end, she was in a panic to get that laptop back, which she claimed wasn't hers, and then she claimed was hers, and now it turns it was hers. And what did what was on it? Why was it left there with the note? What was on the note? Uh, you know, inquiring minds want to know. Why isn't she facing charges? She should be hauled up. Come on, I don't know what's going on here. With her. where's the where is the semblance of the rule of law? Usually, they threw us a boat so so that the pitchfork crowd didn't get too upset. Now they're just they're smashing this pitchfork crowd over the head. And they think the pitchfork crowd's not going to stick it with the pitchfork. Sooner or later, the American people are going to rise up and these people are going down. Sooner, If it can't be done within the system, the people will rise. Just look at the Tea Party. How many millions of people in Washington, D.C.? What are the, what are the Capitol Police going to do against that? Yeah, even that in the Glenn Beck rally. Same thing. Yep. And Trump's rallies. Can I get through... Uh, a story before I do something? No, because then you're not going to do it. It's going to get too late. Or I just do it during the commercial. Because I didn't want them to be bored. So you'd rather be bored right in the middle of a topic, a story? Well, you keep going in different directions. <laughs> now we're talking about Wasser Woman Schultz. It's the same thing. No, there's There's no difference between this. It's, again... Allowing people to have access to classified information they're not supposed to have access to. Well, but that article's talking about regulations. We were talking about Debbie Washerwoman Schultz just a minute ago. So, she's a prime example of someone that should be behind bars. Anyway, so you're sitting here listening to this and going, I don't know, I'm, I just want to listen to him live. I've had a few beers, a couple shots. <laughs> Where can I hear these people live? Oh, God. Well, you can listen and download all of our shows for free at uncooperativeradio.com. Uncooperativeradio.com. Easy to remember, easy to search for, always pops up, numerous locations. Don't worry. If you want to hear live, though, it's only at one place, uncooperativeradio.com. And you that'll be Friday and Saturday nights, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. We can also be heard... Oh, you can also download the shows for free. Uh, also, 
Oh, I, before I forget, also the Patriots Pub is there and the Women of the Revolution there. Two really important history shows. One's, one's my project, one is Citizens Project. I'll let you figure out which one. If you listen to the Patriots Pub, please, from episode one, Women of the Revolution, they don't mind. It wasn't linear. The Patriots Pub was about putting things into context. So it was very important you listen from the very first one all the way through. Believe me, you'll be glad you did. I was glad I did the show. It took me three and a half years. <clears throat> so we could also be heard on iHeartRadio, iTunes, TalkShoe, Podbean, iTunes. Uh, what else did I say? I, um, LinkedIn. Uh, there's others. I don't know. Just do a search for Uncooperative Radio. We also have a Facebook page. It's in Facebook Prison. Won't let it out. Won't let me see the news feed, but you guys can see each other. Keeps doing what you're doing over face over there on the Facebook. But if you are a Facebook person, you haven't joined, join, join it anyway. You can interact amongst the other listeners out there. Uh, they're really talking about interesting stuff. I like what they're doing, what I can see, which isn't much. Uh, but, again, go over there, like the page, follow the page, promote the page. Hopefully... If enough people do, they'll let it go. But so far, two, two, two attempts, no go. If you want my private Facebook account, which is not in prison, but of course throttled, it's at, it's, uh, Facebook is Brian Bonner 90 Twitter, we have a Twitter account. It is not being noticeably blocked, but I'm sure it's being throttled. But there's a, there is a lot of cool stuff being talked about over there. I like to get in over there every once in a while. I think you should, if you're a Twitter person, please go join the account. Just do a search for Uncooperative Radio. Uh, you'll, I think you'll like what's going on over there. And besides, we just need to get numbers up it, so that they don't... We can reach more people. If you want my personal account on Twitter, it's at Brian Bonner. And if you're into youtube things, I'm on PewTube. Again, do a search for Uncooperative Radio. Just uncooperative brings it up. Uh, PewTube is the free speech answer to YouTube. So, if you're conservative, and probably are, uh, you should get over there and get involved. We're rebroadcast on redstatetalkradio.com, where you can hear us Saturday and Sunday nights, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Encore channel. That's right, the Encore channel, because there's two channels. There's the Encore and Prime. We're on Encore. Lots of other people on Prime. Anyway, you have two choices. 24-7, conservative talk radio, streaming, 24-7. Why would you go anyplace else? you got two choices. <clears throat> and through RedStateTalkRadio.com, you can hear us on TuneIn, TalkStream Live, the Roku, and Alexa. And you don't have to program Alexa. She just knows Red State Talk Radio. So just say, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. And if she's listening right now, she just began to do so. <laughs> While you're over there, they have the listener line, which if you have no internet access for whatever reason, you can just call a simple number and listen to the shows. There's one for each channel. Now, you could. this is the thing to do ahead of time, because once you don't have the internet, you're not going to be able to do this. Go to redstatetalkradio.com. In the right-hand sidebar, there's two players. On the players, there are listener lines. Write them down. And there are, talk, there are interactive lines. In other words, the ones you get to talk and interact with the show like a regular talk radio show. 
They have both. Write it both down while you're there for both channels. So you have them ready in case something happens. Lord knows. A uh, storm could hit. During, and all you have is your phone and and just no internet or nothing. You can still listen to RedStateTalkRadio.com. While you're there, check out the free Red State Talk Radio newsletter. It's pretty cool. I think it's good. I think you'll like it. If you don't like it, unsubscribe. We don't follow that. We don't care. I mean, we care, but we don't know. Um, also, you hear paid commercials on this show every once in a while. We don't have a lot, but we do have them because we need money. So, if you hear something you're at all interested in, please write down the phone number in the ad. Because if you call, if you get to it on your own and get get, get to them through the internet or a phone number other than the one in the ad we play, we will not get paid. They only get paid if you call the number. You don't have to buy anything. There's no obligation. Our job is to play the commercial. The commercial's job is to get you there, and then their job is to seal the deal. If they don't seal the deal, it's on them. So please, if you're at all interested, call the number in the ad. We will make money, and that'd be good. How's that? Thank you. I don't know if you're welcome or not. You know how much I hate marketing. I'm horrible at sales. I hate sales. I hate marketing. I just, it's not my thing. Uh, where was I? Hmm. President George W. Bush. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The one, the 122 billion figure does not include significant but tangible costs, such as lost innovation or violation of third, I know I said this already, of liber, individual liberty, nor does it reflect most of the dozens of regulations issued by the independent agencies. Then I did dependent. They're completely progressive which are not required to conduct cost-benefit analysis of new major rules. As was typically the case during the obama years, the Environmental Protection Agency <coughs> uh, in 2016 issued the rule with the highest quantified cost, greenhouse gas, and fuel efficiency standards for medium-duty and heavy-duty trucks, estimated to cost $2.7 billion per year. Guess what? They're making four pickup trucks at a Oh, wait for it. Military grade aluminum. There's no such thing. Uh, that You know what? During, this is how Land Rovers got started. They wanted to make a Jeep in in, in Britain. Uh, and it, they got like their Jeep. They came up with their own version. The problem was there, were, there was a shortage of steel because of all the constructions of ships and blah, 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 eating up all the steel. So they went to aluminum. Everything was aluminum. That causes a whole new, whole new, batch of problems uh when you mix steel and aluminum together bad things happen anyway so so the back to aluminum you wonder why because of these the truck has to be lighter to get better gas mileage bottom line otherwise they would not build them out of aluminum nor would they have built the previous trucks out of sheet metal so thin it was ridiculous they just sorry they can't have heavy things with that strength because then it increases gas mileage so you don't get to have the tanks we had back in the day, pickup trucks and cars. I I have gone, I have run into a, a tree on purpose at like 15 miles per hour to see what would happen. And the thing just bounced off the tree. It was it wasn't even a dent in the bumper. Although it did transfer all that all that right to you because you instantaneously stopped and bounced in the opposite direction, which means you went instantaneously forward towards the steering wheel. Well, at least you aren't killed with airbags back then. Oh, that's, we're doing it for your for your safety. 
Then why are we all dying? My lord. Black eyes, broken noses. Nobody could see that coming. Nobody tested this, right? They could... I, how did that get past anybody? Well, anyway, back to this. As was typical case during Obama years, the blah, 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 blah. Uh, Heavy-duty trucks estimated to cost $2.7 billion per year. Some 40% of all major rules issued by the Obama administration in its final year, 21 out of 54, were finalized after the election on November the 8th. These midnight regular ah, looked like the midnight judges, just like the Federalists. They did. I already made that parallel. Midnight regulations, including some of the costliest rules of the year, including the EPA's renewable fuel standard, $1.1 billion, and the Department of Energy conservation standards for air conditioners and heat pumps, $741 million. Well, see, and what they did is that these are like planting landmines. Yes, that's what the midnight reference was for. It's just like the midnight judges, Federalists going out, created all these federal courts and put all Federalists in them on the way out the door because the Americans had enough of them. And yet they still gained the whole judiciary. So that's what Jefferson ended up inheriting. Just like Donald Trump's inheriting all this. This is all landmines. This is uh, torpedoes. This is trying to put the final nails in the coffin of the United States of America's Constitution and Republic. And if discuss, we want to get rid of it, get done with it, we're over, we're done. People don't want it, we don't want it, nobody wants it, but the problem is the people still want it. So they're working on making you not want it. Well, that's not even it. The people don't even know what it is. That's a big well, problem. Well, that's a big problem, but they still want you not to want it. They want you to hate it. That's their job. They want you to misunderstand it. They want you to think it's stupid, outdated, needs to be replaced. Again, if it's outdated, there's something called the amendment process. There's two types. Either one we could use to amend the Constitution if we thought it was outdated. The problem is we're not following the Constitution. What good would it be to amend it? Well, what about term limit? Again, what good would it be to amend the Constitution if the courts have the power to just arbitrarily decide what the words mean in the text? It means nothing. If That's why it's important we have originalists on the court instead of textualists. It has nothing to do with conservative versus liberal. Or more accurately, progressive. It's, well, it's the rule of law versus I want to overthrow the Constitution. Those are the two pe- blocks of people up there in the Supreme Court. That's it. Period. And you got one that just there, Kennedy's there for his own power. He likes to be the swing vote, so he, he feels important. I told you he was going to be. I told everybody when he replaced Sandra Day O'Connor, he's going to be the new Sandra Day O'Connor. He's a male version. He's just going to be the swing vote, power hungry, play both sides for what they want, blah, 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 blah. And that goes on in a court is absolutely horrific. There should be no politics in the courtroom. Just the rule of law. The original intent of those who wrote it is called the spirit of the law. But with that, we're going to go to a break. It's the Uncooperative Radio Show. You stay tuned, because we'll be right back. I'm Sheriff David Clark, and I want to talk to you about something personal, your safety. It's no longer a spectator sport. I need you in the game. But are you ready? With officers laid off and furloughed, simply calling 911 and waiting is no longer your best option. You can beg for mercy from a violent criminal, hide under the bed, or you can fight back. 
but are you prepared? Consider taking a certified safety course in handling a firearm so you can defend yourself until we get there. You have a duty to protect yourself and your family. We're partners now. Can I count on you? This safety message brought to you by the Milwaukee County Sheriff's Office. Hey there. Did you know that with a bachelor's degree, on average, you could make almost twice as much over a lifetime than a person with just a high school diploma? It's true. According to the 2012 U.S. Census Bureau, college grads with a bachelor's degree make almost twice as much as high school grads. Now, going back to school is easier than ever at Independence University. Log on and complete coursework from the park or the beach or even your couch watching the kids. And Independence University gives you the tools, a free tablet and laptop for undergrad students to use and keep when they graduate. That's right. Get a laptop so you can go to college from anywhere. Take the first step to a new career in business, information technology, healthcare, or graphic arts. Call to find the online degree program that's right for you. And you could be on your way to increasing your earning potential. 800-797-1256. 800-797-1256. That's 800-797-1256. Nobody wants to get ripped off, broken into, or robbed, but nobody wants to pay a lot of money to have their home protected either. I've got an offer to tell you about to provide home security for your home for a simple rate as low as $19.99 a month. For real, with no installation or equipment charges. And this is from a company rated number one by a leading consumer research company. According to the facts, most of you won't even call unless there's a burglary in your neighborhood or something bad happens. So let's give you a reason. Save money. For as low as $19.99 a month with no other costs, you can get your home secured. Plus, get a lifetime equipment replacement warranty. You need protection for your home. Call the Home Security Hotline right now. 800-218-9520. Call now. That's 800-218-9520. If you're struggling to pay or haven't been making your student loan payments, listen carefully to this urgent alert. Have you been out of school for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? Are your student loans past due or even in default? Can't go back to school because of an old student loan problem? We can help you if you qualify. Your student loans can be taken out of default. We can stop the wage garnishments, stop the collection calls, and stop the seizure of your tax refund. Give yourself a break. Stop the stress and see if we can help you reduce your student loan payments. One quick 10-minute call could solve them right now. So call the Student Loan Helpline now. 800-215-6813. 800-215-6813. 800-215-6813. This is a fee-based document preparation service to help you access free government programs. Call for complete details not available in all states. Welcome back to the Grumpin' Radio Show, our half of three, not to be used with the, where were we, ridiculous progs in the Trump administration. Okay, so, on the date 
Trump took office, his administration inherited 1,985 regulations in the rulemaking pipeline, 966 in the proposed stage, and 1,019 in the final stage. Like his predecessors, Trump moved quickly to direct departments heads to freeze rulemaking until a senior Trump appointee approved the proposed regulations. The president also directed agencies' heads to withdraw no no cut off the heads to withdraw regulations that had been sent to the office of the federal registrar but had not yet been published and to postpone for 60 days the regulations that had been published in the federal register but had not yet taken effect the moratorium seems to have had its desired effect there has been a dramatic decrease in the number of new rules adopted from inauguration day through june 30 the trump administration finalized just eight major rules Two of these increased regulatory burdens and two decreased burdens. The other four were administrative in nature and did not impose direct costs on the private sector. As it should be. Don't yell in my ear. In Trump's first six months, the Administration Office of Information and Regulatory Affairs conducted significantly fewer reviews of new rules and withdrew a higher portion of new rules than either of the two prior administrations. The lowest number, in fact, since record-keeping began in the 1990s. In conjunction with Congress, Trump also applied the Congressional Review Act to eliminate 14 Obama-era regulations. The President has issued 39 executive orders and 17 memoranda, two of which are intended to have a direct and substantial impact on the regulatory process. By the way, all of that is unconstitutional. The regular, the people that are, these agencies that have any direct power over us, besides the IRS, is completely unconstitutional. Right, because it's all supposed to be just the executive branch talking to the executive branch. Right, and none of this, none of what it does is supposed to affect we the people. That's the important part, but they do, because it's an unconstitutional government. Executive Order 13771 directs executive departments and agencies to identify for repeal at least two existing regulations for every one new regulation they promulgate. The order also sets the basis for regulatory budget and holds agencies to no net increase in regulatory costs this year. Brian would just be tearing these people down. EO 13777 directs the head of each regulatory agency to designate a regulatory reform officer to oversee regulatory reform initiatives. Under the order, each agency is also instructed to establish a regulatory reform task force to evaluate regulations and recommended rules for repeal, replacement, or modification. We should just get rid of it. Nobody understands, and Trump certainly, enough about the Constitution to understand what it really needs to happen. And also, I told everybody, I don't care who you send up to be president, even Ron Paul, they're not going to be able to tear this beast down. Not going to happen. Other, It's up to us to tear it down. Other significant executive orders and memoranda include, direct, that's what executive orders are supposed to be, internal memoranda, by thank the way. Thank you. Including direct, thank you, I'm the one that taught you. I said thank you for them actually saying it. I said it. That You didn't know that was me? 
Under the order, each agency is also instructed to establish a regulatory form task force to evaluate regulations and recommend rules for appeal, replacement, or modification. Other significant orders and memoranda include directing the Secretary of Labor to re-examine the onerous fiduciary duty rule, directing the Administrator of the Environmental Protection Agency and the Assistant Secretary of the Army for Civil Works to review the overly broad definition of waters of the United States. I have been fighting against waters of the United States for many years. This is unconstitutional land grab is what it is. Well, now it's gone. It is not. As it applies to the regulatory regulation under the Clean Water Act, which, what makes the Clean Water Act constitutional? It doesn't. And directing agency responsible for regulating domestic energy production to propose revisions to or recessions of regulatory barriers that impede U.S. energy independence and somewhere show me the power in the Constitution over energy. Oh, it says commerce. Yeah, but the commerce clause is about stopping states from interfering with other states' commerce. has nothing to do with the national government being in control of commerce. What? She's staring at me. Was that confusing for you? No, because this the fact we have allowed all this to happen is ludicrous. I mean, look, if they come up here and they tell me that my my little spring is part of the my spring that is not attached no, to anything don't, else. No, don't say that on the air, please. <laughs> we have okay. no water on my property. None. There's no water, no okay. wetlands, no endangered species, no nothing. Okay, so somebody else has a stupid little spring. That isn't attached to anything else. It's water. But it doesn't go anywhere. Yeah, it certainly does. Springs go places. It lets you get involved. Springs are always on the move, and they pop up. Yeah, but they pop up on my on the person's property. Maybe, because what's that have to do with anything? Well, they don't own that. It's my property. <laughs> They've already ruined some guy from having the nerve to have a pond in his backyard. So what did they do? What did they do with the pond? It's theirs. Okay. What did they do with it? I don't remember the story. It was years ago. What could they possibly do with the pond? Um, Are they going to sail boats on it? They could say you're not allowed to have it, which I think was the case. So um, what are they going to fill it in? Yeah, sure. They if they deem it to be environmentally blah 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 blah, blah or they claim you can't do anything with the area around it because it's all the wetlands. So what are they going to do with it? Nothing. You leave it to the wildlife. Okay. They've been doing this with ranchers and farmers for decades. Waters of the, Rebel, of the United States, however, is a gigantic leap in a power grab. A puddle, a drainage ditch, anything they claim control over. Not anymore? Yeah, still. I haven't seen anything repealing it. Where was I now? Uh, other executive orders, blah, 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 environmental protective, blah, blah. Directing the administrator of the Environmental Protection Agency to Assistant Secretary of the Army for Civil Works to review the overly broad definition of waters of the United States as it applies to regulation under the Clean Water Act and directing agencies responsible for regulating domestic energy production to propose revisions to or rescissions of regulatory barriers that impede U.S. energy independence. Well, that'd be probably most of them. The Energy Executive Order also rescinds several ominous orders related to climate change and directs a reconsideration of the $7.2 billion clean power plan. 
The administration has instituted a variety of other rule delays and reconsiderations. For example, Food and Drug Administration on May the 4th announced the delay of the compliance deadline for the costly rule on nutrition labeling of standard menu items from May 5th, 2017 to May 7th, 2018. It also revoked an Obama's directive allowing transgender students in public schools and other government facilities to use bathrooms and locker rooms as befit their gender identity. And on June the 1st, Trump announced his intention to withdraw the U.S. from the Paris Agreement on Climate Change. For all these, now I hear it keeps reconsidering things. I'm only hearing, though, not out of his mouth. For decades, the burden of federal regulation has grown without constraint with $122 billion in new annual costs added in the Obamanist years alone. Trump has pledged to massively reduce regulation, and he has so far succeeded in slowing regulatory output. But there remain a number of deregulation initiatives yet to be fulfilled, and we hope the administration follows through. The unparalleled expansion of the administrative state is crushing America's entrepreneurial spirit, productivity, and economic growth. Yes, as socialism does everywhere it goes, throughout history, there's no reason to tell me we're moving forward and you're talking about progressivism and socialism. This nonsense, collectivism nonsense has already been done, tried, and failed all over the world, including here in the United States of America. So here's the idea. Why would we even consider it? Because we have to get in line with all the other cuckold states around the world so that we too could be a a globalist, socialist hellhole where everybody is equal standing on line for the same block of cheese. That was a good word. Are you going to bring that one back? What word? Cuckold. I don't think I'm trying to bring that one back. No. <laughs> just kind of came out. It's. I was thinking of chickens. Ah. Snip. Okay. <laughs> There's new finding about honeybees. Really? I didn't hear anything. I'm a bee guardian. How come I'm not informed? I don't know. You should have been. That was a joke. I although I have one, there's no, there's no, uh, there's no uh, newsletter. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So, all right, here's but new findings about honeybees, which are very important to our agricultural output, from the new scientists. The evidence has been mounting for years that the world's most widely used pesticides, neonicotinoids, the the, oh, wait, the noids. I always have a problem with that. It's, it's, it's like the one cannabinoids. I can never remember how to say it unless I see the word right in front of my face. Yeah, noids are hard. This one's easy. Neonicotinoids. 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 Reset. Harm bees and other pollinated insects. Now it seems the problem isn't limited to Europe and North America where the alarm was first sounded, it's everywhere. In 2013, the EU temporarily banned neonicotinoids on crops that attract bees, such as oilseed rape. In November, the European Food Safety Authority will decide if the evidence warrants a total ban. France has already announced one. This is simple, ladies and gentlemen. You're not going to hear this, I guess, because they're politicizing everything. 
do not spray any plant that is flowering. It's You're not supposed to anyway. You're supposed to either catch them pre-emergent or emergent. There's only two types of herbicides, pre-emergent and emergent. You do not spray flowering plants. Now, if you're trying to get rid of bugs on a flowering plant, the only way you can ensure not to kill off good beneficial insects, including honeybees, is to find basically super nicotinoids. It's, it's natural, but it's it's completely deadly to broad spectrum. So is the pyrethrins, by the way, if you don't know that. Um, the basic way to do it, there's a number of ways. You can, you can, you can just pull them by hand if it's a small enough garden. Um, you can make up a, a herbicidal soap. You could buy it if you don't feel like looking up how to make it, but really it's cheaper to make. Uh, just watered soap in the right, you don't want in the right amounts. But I found if if I just took things by hand, eventually the beneficial insects would come to eat the abundance of food. And then I wouldn't have to do anything for a while because they took care of it. I never sprayed my plants with anything except closest thing was uh, so, insecticide soap with uh, cayenne pepper in it. I put too much cayenne pepper in it and burnt the plants. They were hot pepper plants, and they grew back. <laughs> they came back from it, but they, I turned, I turned, or burnt a lot of vegetation. Uh, so try and get, you know, rather than play around, try and get the right scientific formula. It's easier that way. Uh, and you, you know, there's all kinds of things online you can get too, where you can use stuff like Coca-Cola in the garden, beer. Uh, there's all kinds of things you could do to make natural remedies, fertilizers. Uh, it just you have to look it up online everything's online i'm telling you just every question you have just go to the internet all right where was i uh starting in 2012 a team led by alex ayibi of the university of nucatel switzerland i don't know how to speak switzerland Asking traveling colleagues, friends, and relatives to bring back honey when they went abroad. In three years, they amassed 198 samples from every continent except Antarctica and tested them for neonicotinoids. It's just like that with the cannabinoid. It's the same thing. It's it's an odd thing to say. They found that three-quarters of the samples contained at least one of the five neonicotinoid pesticides. Of those... Nearly half contained between two and five different neonicotinoids. Most worryingly, in 48% of the contaminated samples, the neonicotinoids were at levels that exceed the minimum dose known to cause marked detrimental effects in pollinators. The situation is indeed bad for pollinators, says AB. It's all around us. Finding neonicotinoids in honey is perhaps not surprising says Christopher Connolly of the University of Dundee, UK. After all, the pesticides are widely used, but to find neuroactive levels in so many samples at many global sites is shocking. Bees survive the winter by eating honey, so the results imply they are chronically exposed to neonicotinoids. Recent scientific evidence showed an increased sensitivity to neonicotinoids, after frequent or long-term exposure, says Aibi. It's a, it's a funny name. 
The fact that the honey-contained cocktails of neonicotinoids may also be a problem. They all act on different receptive proteins in the nervous system of the insects. Some chemicals can boost each other's toxic effects over time, says Connolly. However, there is only one direct evidence of this happening with the neonicotinoids so far. Frustratingly, we have the data to figure out how real-world event levels of the pesticides affect bees, but not in a useful form. Farmers in Europe and North America record their use of neonicotinoids, says Connolly. But this data needs to be gathered into geographical databases. Such databases could reveal local correlations between pesticide use and insect health. AB and his team are now urging governments to start collecting data. Now, they're almost all dead. Well, I mean... They're dying all over the place. Well, I thought that that was decreasing the the rate of mortality. I mean, we had two different colonies No, now we have total colony collapse, which we didn't have. But I do believe pesticide use caused it. It was right after someone sprayed at the bottom of the road where there were um, thistles, thistles growing. And they were already flowering. So any anything that landed on those flowers after they sprayed it were going to get contaminated. And then the honeybees bring it back to the hive. Well, they're very uh, fragile, right? Yes, it though. No, not really. And yet, yeah, it depends. Uh, you know, they have to be able to stay warm. In the coldest time of the year, because otherwise they die. I mean, all they do in the cold times is huddle up in a ball, so with the queen in the middle, so and then rotate outside to inside to try and stay warm. And the outside's going. Well, and a lot of people don't know about the honeybees how important they are. No, and they pretty much don't care until they have to pay three times as much for the food they're eating. Oh, did that catch your attention? Yeah. Without honeybees, a third of our crops are gone. Expect to pay three times as much. Did you bring up something else for me to read? No. You were looking. <laughs> you could just go to my page, for God's sakes. What's wrong with you? Well, because I wanted to talk more about the bees. What do you want to talk about? Okay, because I, we have... I don't th- really want to talk about okay, it. Okay, but we have, th- we have people that were, w- will transport their bees for the farmers. They have a whole industry that does that. Yeah, and they're lo- and they're the ones suffering from colony collapse. So, is it because of the transportation? Because I know a couple. I had a couple of patients that they they were ranchers, two ranchers, and that's what they did. They would bring. They'd have this guy bring in the bees, and they had the square boxes. Yeah, it's, it's commercial bee boxes. And they would bring them to. They have the their farm. own problems, like. Because they set up the actual structure of the honeycomb, so the bees have to adhere to it, which causes problems because, frankly, they're set too large. And they use those cells to scrape off uh, parasites and such. They go, they, they scrape themselves into the, the little hole and it scrapes the things out as part of their cleaning process. And if they're too big, that doesn't work. Uh, so... 
there's a whole movement to allow them to make their own cone. It wouldn't be possible for commercial because if you're going to drive them around about to the buck, back of a bouncing truck, you're going to have to put a sling on it so that the hive just kind of sits there and stays level while the truck does whatever it does. Because well, yeah. those those things will bust off from the bars they were hanging on and, and the, the hive's a mess. So commercial, it's all pre-done. It's a frame. But that causes its own problems in harvesting. You need special equipment to harvest from the frame. Anyway, I've been told that's the end of the show. It's your cooperative radio show. I'm your host, Brian Bonner, from uncooperativeblogger.com. You're listening to uncooperativeradio.com. And say goodnight, Susan. Good night, Susan. And we're out of here.